You are about to experience the corpse cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 18 of the Corpse Cast podcast. I'm Mike, and I am sitting across the table from one of the most handsome mother effers oh. in the world, Shane Diablo. You pig. No, Thank I, you. I, I just, you. I, I sit across here, and I just can't believe, you know, the, the, the what's going on here. I that know. I'm in the presence of, of you, you know, you. And your... I know it feels wonderful. <laughs> I know it does. Sure, sure, dude. How's How it going? are you? Doing, baby papa, Johnny Angel Bear. Man, I'm doing all right. You know, say another week has passed. Nothing uh, extraordinary has happened. Uh, same shit, different week. Well, how about you? Living the dream. You know, you just know, just like every other week, living the dream. And that's and that's what the Corpse Cast is all about, baby. Yeah, living the dream. Donna Summers died. Our disco queen what? died. What? Well, what were some of her songs? Help me out here. I work hard for the money. Sure. She would. She did. Okay. Uh, um. Ooh, I want to love to love you, baby. <laughs> I don't know that I was as well versed on Donna Summers as maybe I should have been, so I could pretend that I was a huge fan God, now that she's other? dead. She had a huge hit back there in the disco thing. It was like the disco freak freakoids, or I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> but did she? Yeah, she she dead. She gone. She dead. she dead. Another week, another celebrity dead, man. Yep. Another uh, influx of Facebook posts saying that how big of a fan they always were of her, and didn't mention her. Can I she just did. say, dude, <laughs> I love my Netflix. Oh, dude, yes, you may. You Greatest straight invention. turn me on to that. Oh, dude, said, dude, the Netflix is awesome. The streaming, it's right there. Everything that you're, whenever you want, it. You don't have to wait. You don't have to work for it. It's right there. I've been on a Jack Ketchum nightmare. Is is uh? Because I I noticed that you watched The Lost. Is that streaming instantly? It's yeah. Wow. Instant stream. It was pretty good. I like I watched that book. The Woman, dude. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wicked. That <laughs> chick is crazy looking uh, in her eyes, dude. You know what's funny is she in real life is kind of not ugly. Really? And, uh, you know, you see her in this, and yeah, there was some nudity and stuff like that. Ted nudity, actually. Yeah. And, you know, and she played this crazy, this crazy feral woman. But I used to look at pictures of her, and she's like pretty solid, you know? I'm telling you what, dude. That guy, the actor, oh, yeah. dude, whatever his name is. The guy who looks like, uh, stay classy, uh, San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. I'm serious. <laughs> yeah. That guy was such a good actor. I hated the hell out of him. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like, maybe that's something good about not knowing the actor. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Because that guy was just a prick. Oh, dude. He, yeah. He was a, he was loathsome, man, in that. And, and you know uh, what? And I mean, let's take away all about that movie. Let's take away all of the feral lady rape and all of the right. torture and all that stuff in the basement. Just the way he treated his family. Man, that's some. Was that that's Angela Bettis or Angela whatever Bettis. her name is yep, from right. May? From May. She looked 
she was a cute little button in May. I'll tell you what, though. She's skinny. And yeah. Ugh, she looked like, kind of skeletal. Skeletal, yeah. That's a great way. That's a great way to describe her because, man, that's she She was rough looking in this. But the thing is, is living with a dude like that turned you into a skeletal shell of a human being, man. You know, and like they're like at closer to the end. Let me ask you this. Okay. Am, I a, am I a rotten person? Now, I'm going to say no, something right no. now. No. But you may go, dude. I think you're a rotten person. All right, let, let's All right. hear what you have to say. And, I would, I, I would be hard pressed to think. Uh, that uh, but uh, but I'm thinking you might be right. on board with me. <laughs> All right. Okay. The teacher comes to the door. Right. The hot looking teacher. In. Sure. He's already, you know, uh, shit's happening. Right. It's, it's going downhill uh-huh. from here. And the and the the dad says, "Wait a minute. You don't think you're going to leave here without me seeing heaven?" Right, right. Now <laughs> okay. here's where it becomes a bad person. I I become a bad person. All right. <laughs> I really wanted to see some kind of a sexual. I mean, I'm well, looking at that dude, teacher here, the whole the time. Because she's going, not ugly. Man, you are beautiful. I need to see sure some fleshy bits. Here, here's the thing. I am confident that in real life you would you would understand what's going on. But since you realize it's a movie, I think that's fine, man. <laughs> uh, dude, I would clonk somebody on the head. <laughs> okay. If I was in that situation, if I was the son right, or whatever, I right. go whoa, you know, yeah. n- you know, the whatever. son, the mini psychopath, or yeah. See, that was what kept th- what kind of threw me for a loop is when Angela Bettis or whatever her name is, uh-huh. when she's like, "I'm taking the girls. You can take your shitty son." Right. I was like, "That's kind of a shitty thing to just kind of." Th- but then you find out later right. on. No spoilers here, but right. you find something out. And you're kind of going. What you yeah. are a little monster, right? But, well, yeah, he was he was uh, what I like to call a sociopath in training. Yeah, I think, yeah. Well, so. I mean, with a dad like that, yeah. I mean, uh, no, absolutely. He there there was no good male role model for that young I mean, man. The guy's brushing his teeth and, and, and punching she goes, people. Uh, what do you think? He just slaps her. Doesn't even right. miss a stroke in the with no the toothbrush. I, just well, boom. Either he's he's crazy psychotic or he's like really into dental health, which I think is the is the first one though. I'm pretty I'm pretty positive. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he doesn't care about the teeth as much as he cares about sure. the feral but vagina. Dominating, <laughs> dominating anybody wow. and everybody around. It him. was a pretty intense movie. You know what's funny is Jack Ketchum is that kind of guy. I mean, I actually read The Lost, the book The Lost, which was which in my opinion was. Um, kind of a different experience than the movie itself, but um, he brings out the horror in everyday life. Have you ever yeah, seen uh, yeah. the movie The Girl Next Door? I saw that on Kay. Netflix. Well, you need to watch it. But the only reason I didn't watch it that day is because I bet you were Wolfman had made a comment on the group going. It's the only movie I haven't made it all the way through, and I kind of was wicked. scratching my it's head. It's wicked. Going, it's Ugh. not Serbian film wicked, but it's pretty wicked. Yeah. So, yeah. so I watched Red State instead, and that was fantastic. Too. Yeah, it was okay. I, I was awesome. Really? You- well, the my only issue with the Red State was is that it was kind of up and down. It 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 by the end I was just like, okay, well, what what was the what was the point of the story? It kind, kind of, of type thing. fell yeah. apart kind of at you the know, end with the with the you know the whole you know the CIA but listen, I, whatever going. Hey, I liked it. I like so what I like John Goodman. Why did you do this? Yeah, John Goodman was, was great. awesome. My, one of my favorite parts is when the uh, crazy cult leader is going. 
honey pie, would you go get me some sweet tea? Right. And they're like shooting out the windows. I was like, oh, yeah. Dude, well, that guy played an amazing role. I thought it was like a take on the David Koresh kind of thing. Oh, sure. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously it was, uh, what was this crazy somewhere in Kansas? I can't even remember. They've been out of the news for a while that, you know, they're so like crazy that they, yeah, I can't remember what those guys are even called. Everyone right now is screaming, it's these people, it's these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we know, but whatever. Um, I, know, I really, you know, did you know that, like, the movie, did you watch The Lost? It's on yeah, Net, uh-huh, I've Netflix. I've seen it. Ray Pie. The bartender all. is Jack Ketchum. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I, yeah. I, I, that was yep. awesome. I, him. I was like, because I remember seeing pictures of him going, oh, he's kind of an all right looking dude, you know. And then when I saw him <laughs> behind the bar, I was like, wow, that's pretty good. That, 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 why not? He's like Stephen King. He put himself in the movie. The, the, you know he what? put himself in the movie. The, uh, isn't that sweet? Listen, why not? Jordy Barrel. I would do it, too. I, w- I would do that, too. I, if, yeah. You know what's funny is The Lost, that movie is the first movie I ever podcasted about. One of the first movies I ever podcasted about in our first episode in Cadaverlab. Wow. We did Lost Boys, and we did The Lost. And so that, that movie holds a special place in my heart, man. It was all right movie, too. I mean, I, I liked it overall. I thought. Ray Pye was a little overacty, but sure. as the movie went on to the end, I was like, he's, oh, yeah, he's, he's crazy. He's he crazy. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And there was a lot of screaming by the end of that. Tons. That and last tons. 10 minutes was just like, ah, yeah, ah, yeah. You know, it's so funny is too, is I, I seem to remember, um, something about every time you heard like a, a bee buzzing or a fly buzzing or something, you know, all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, something's going to happen. And that birthmark, dude. I don't. I don't remember the birthmark. It's been the, well. He had the birthmark on his face, and when he's with the Cassandra or whatever her name is, the hot, hot right. girl, and she's like, "Do you wear makeup?" You know, it's really pronounced that right. mole on his cheek, and then right. sometimes it was smeared. Oh yeah, and yeah. sometimes it was like there was no makeup at all, and you're just going. I didn't even realize for the first half of the movie he had a mole on his cheek. I don't. I don't remember anything about it. I do remember he used to wear. Uh, what like uh, eye makeup cans. and stuff? Oh yeah, yeah. and then bear cans yeah, and his shoes cans and stuff and like that. So he was taller. And I like that, but he kind of lost that, you know, when he's when he's got everyone held up and he's going, ah, I'm he's a, my he's crazy. Mind. You know that actor? I can't remember his name, but the guy who played Ray Pye was in a movie called uh, Red, White, and Blue. I think it was or something like that. I want to see that. And he I was pr- the same type of guy. He was just a crazy bitch. And like, yeah, just, oh man, it's it's a good movie too. Uh, by the way, can I, can I throw out a warning, a spoiler warning for this episode real yes, quick? Yes, do that. This is going to be a long episode. And we'll, last episode was a long episode. Wolfman actually called us the Priapus of podcasting. Everybody look that up. Uh, look right. up what Priapism is, and uh, there you go. But I hate to say it, but that, but we're, we're uh, gearing up to have another marathon. So uh, why don't you do me a favor, everybody? Why don't you snuggle up with your favorite blankie? Okay. Why don't you, uh, you know, pop some popcorn or do whatever you're doing because this one's going to be in your face all night long. Oh, as Lionel Richie would say, all night long. All night. Yeah. All night. I knew, I knew I could count on, on, uh, on you, man. The gravy boat delivers. (laughs) Can I, can I say something too that happened this week that made me pretty excited? Okay. Got a hold of Johnny Krug. The Krug. Johnny Krug, the Krug. And uh, we're actually going to 
Uh, we've made plans to record another Cadaver Indies episode. Sweet. But let me tell you what's, what's so special about this Cadaver Indies episode. We do a little thing called a trivia challenge where we ask each other five points, or sorry, five questions about a movie. And, you know, we, we, you know, to try to guess a movie. And, and you lose yeah, most of the time. I lose most of the time, time because Johnny Krug is the horror movie Rain Man. And that's cool. I've accepted that. And he, that's completely I fine. I think he would go ahead and copyright horror movie Rain Man. Horror movie Rain Man. Do it, Johnny. That, that, that's Johnny- your whole the horror movie Rain Man, Krug. <laughs> well, we're gonna here. Here's what I'm guessing. Right now, it's the first one to I think fifty. The first one to fifty loses, and right now I am I am losing forty. I'm forty, and he's thirty five. So basically, you're, if he, I'm I'm screwed. And so, what's gonna come of this is is uh, after long last, what's gonna happen? The person who loses has to eat an egg salad sandwich. While watching Slaughtered Vomit Dolls, which, by the way, is on instant streaming, so you you could check that out if you Ooh. want to. But I just want to let everybody know that that's in the works, and uh, probably followed pretty closely by a video of me uh, horking all over. Can I um, film it? Can I film you? Well, we have to film it. The- film it. And, and I already told Shannon, I said, "Hey, man, I'm going to need your help with this because uh, I'll figure I'll throw it on the I'll throw it on the good old uh, laptop, and we'll stream it." But uh, I'm going to be horking. I hate to say it. I want to see you hork down a goddamn egg salad sandwich <laughs> and watch the movie. Oh, my gosh, dude. I, I'm i going to watch that a long movie time coming. beforehand oh, no. just to go, okay, here's the part where you're going to start choking down the well, sandwich. Well, here's How the thing. That? Here's the thing. Once you once you watch the movie, you'll, you'll think, oh, my gosh, if he makes it past five minutes without horking while eating that egg salad sandwich, he is... Iron, iron stomach. Wow. Here's the thing. Yeah, go ahead and watch that. Check it out. Hunter Bucks says you don't make it through all the way, and that's not a real bet because I'm not like a rich man or whatever. Oh man. But however, we're gonna we're gonna do this thing. I'm gonna I'm I'm, I'm already expecting to lose because uh, horror movie Rain Man just doesn't lose. So we're gonna film that. We're gonna throw it up on the group YouTube and in whatever. So it's and you're be such a good an time. honest young man that you don't cheat. Well, well yeah, no. I guess you can't cheat live, no, right? No, 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 no. There's no cheating. It's like, here's the question, and you're exactly. you're doing the podcast. Uh, no answers no, come. No, no, absolutely not. And you can't sit here and Google and yeah. stuff like that real quick while we're recording yeah. the episode. But, you're, but so, so you're, you're <laughs> that's fudged. coming up, man. You're a fudge packer. Oh, I'm dead. I'm dead meat. Um, okay, so let's uh, let's do this. We're about 13 minutes into the episode, uh, a little bit, almost 14 minutes. Let's go ahead. We've got a tit load of voicemails to go through. Right. Uh, let's go ahead and do half of them, but take a break and in, in, in use the restroom, but nobody will know when that break is. Right. Um, and then uh, we'll get on with the show. What do you say? Rocket. Rocket. Hello, Mike. Hello, Shane. This is Scott. What's up, Scotty? Hey, your brother. Scott. And, uh, what? I just wanted to go ahead My and brother. start off by saying... What's up, Shane? And even though I've been in England and Florida the last three years, I've checked out Die Monster Die two times. Nice! And you guys rock. I hope you guys make it. Okay, I'm going to pause it real quick. Already Sweet. already off the bat, I'm pausing. Is that serious, your brother? That's my or brother. Or is that Chris playing your brother? No, no, no. You know what's funny is that's not... Not only is that not Chris, but that's not the brother that Chris sounds like. This is Scott. Another Scott. brother. My parents were very fruitful, and uh, yeah, they had plenty of kids. And this is Spreading the other the brother, seed. Scott. Yes, nice. Um, Scott, I brought Scott to. Um, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was a Die Monster Die show. Oh, he's the so he's met, the he's good looking. He's the other ball, skinny, strong one. Yes, yes, yes. You've, he's the he's the brother you've met. 
is, yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, because so I just wanted to give you that okay. frame of reference before we uh, finish right. this up. And by the way, he has a big schlong, and I think he's he, the one you squeezed think, the weenie I did. in the bed. Going, what I the did. hell is that? I was that? like, I was like, what happened to my genetics? All right, here, here he is. Your music is awesome. There you go. And uh, that's not a good show. Anyway, uh, the real reason I called is I was uh, surfing the internet, and I was like, hey, you know, I really want to see what my brother's up to. That's me. You now, every once in a while, I check up on uh, Cadaver Lab and uh, the Corpse Cast, and. And uh, go yeah, on right. Facebook and check out the page. Just don't tell mom about it. And I'm like, hey, you know, I got some time. I should check out the last uh, Corpse Cast video. Oh, if it's not too much so trouble. So I up on Corpse Cast 17. <laughs> 17. And I'm, oh. and I'm liking it. You know, I'm like, hey, I like this Shane. I like Shane. This is, I think this is the first time I've actually oh, yeah. heard you. It's been a while Sweet since I've been on last. But um, <laughs> the funny guy and, that, and uh, you guys make a good uh, couple. <laughs> oh, wow. Weird. But anyway. Um, so I'm listening to Corpse Cast 17 and lo and behold, my brother's talking about my junk yep. on a podcast. <laughs> I'm going to, the story. there's another it's pause like, here. Like so weird. I'm going to pause you know, it. It's like, you know, I'm surfing the internet. It's like, okay. So I, so I accidentally went back a few seconds, but like, only a brother will come out and go, yeah, it's my junk. He's talking about, listen, let me, let me tell you something about uh, my family. Okay. Me and my brother, I work with. Okay. It's, uh, we're pretty similar in the junk department, okay? I've checked it out. In fact, one time I went to his apartment. You squeezed his? No, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, well, there, there, ain't, there ain't a hell of a lot to squeeze. Let's just put it that you way. You guys pee in the same potty together or something well, like we do. Well, one time he's, he's newly married. I walk in and, and to say, hey, his, his wife let me in. And so I walk in and I'm like, hey, Jeff, how's it going? Oh, right. should I, should I give him his name? Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, Jeff. Jeff. Yeah, Jeff's yeah. famous because we all know Jeff from the first few episodes of Cadaver Lab. I walk in, I see his junk and I'm like, yeah. That's about right. Okay. So, so both me and Jeff, even to this day, we talk about what the hell we did, what kind of karma we have to, uh, be on the short end of the genetic stick. All right. Oh, All right. Com- compared to, uh, to this guy here, Scotty. Oh, man. It's like Googling and finding nudie pictures of yourself. You know what I mean? It's just like. <laughs> Sorry, Scott. Scotty. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, you're famous for your giant joke. It comes up to a um, question that we had last time, uh, which was, when has it gone, when has the movie gone a little bit too far and you wish uh, it would have been um, censored? Now, I know you guys have a new question up, but... By the way, Scott, can I, I pause it. This is the third time. That's thrice. Scott, I'm going to go ahead and send you out a better microphone to uh, use on Sneak Pipe. Man, yeah, just I'm just gonna send that, that to you because that's what brothers do. That, that's what we do. We baby. grab each other's ding dings and we send out. Let me tell you something about the ding ding, though. That whole situation that was a shock to my whole system. Wonder, okay, so that I didn't know what else to do besides grab it. All right, or whatever. Well, you got, I did you got a shitty sounding mic, Scott. But Mike, <laughs> we'll send you a new mic. Giant junk, Scott. but uh, but shitty Mike. But so I, you lose is what I'm saying. Exactly. I just want to go ahead and answer that whole question. Let's hear it. Just because it kind of ties into um, the whole the whole uh, thought of this this <laughs> message. Anyway, so a while ago when uh, Mike was doing Cadaver Lab, and he said, "Hey, you should check out this movie we're doing for next week. It's called Dead Girl." <laughs> and I don't know what that I'm is. pretty sure Big you guys have seen it. I don't know Mike has seen it. But I was like, hey, you know what? Awesome. I, I really like horror movies. I'll go ahead and check this out. You know, I can follow on, on their next uh, podcast. 
and all that kind of fun stuff. Sure. So, knowing it's a horror movie, I was like, maybe I should go get a, uh, like a girlfriend, you know. Uh, oh, you know, a girl dead girl? Movie, we can uh, sit down, enjoy a movie together. You know, I like Not with dead movies, girl, Scotty. And, you know, girls always closer. With, oh, no. When, uh, you know, they get scared and all that kind of fun stuff. Dead effect. Girl's but not a good movie to watch with a date. What alluded to tell me was, do not watch this movie <laughs> with anyone that you want to be able to look in the eye the next day and have any sort of uh, respect for that person. Oh, that's so because true, dude. Yeah, that's, that's that a bad movie call. Is just by yourself, that's a great movie. Sure. But you don't want to be watching that movie with a girlfriend or your mom. <laughs> no. You know? Did you watch it with mom? So you're with this girl. And you're laying down on the couch, better. right? He watched it with his girlfriend. I hope mom. he did. Not you see well. the first part. They're at the school, and they go, they go to the abandoned area. Oh, my gosh. They go to the school or something like that. Um, or uh, insane asylum or something. And <laughs> they're drinking and having fun. Sure. Like, okay, this is going cool. This is good. You know, they're in a creepy area. And then they find this dead girl. Oh, my gosh. Which, you know, in real life, Jimmy Spain is hot. Yeah, she's really hot. Anyway, actually. do you? I'm gonna pause. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pause. That's four. Scott, usually, usually the ones I pause are, are uh, probably because you know they they evoke something in me that I feel like I need to talk about. So it's good if I pause it. But yeah, uh, it's your brother. Now, have you ever seen Dead Girl, Shane? I have not. Okay, this is something that you need to see. It's something that me and Sam did on the Cadaver Lab. Um, basically, it's this movie about this uh, crazy zombie esque woman who is they, who a couple of high school dudes find, um, and she's a zombie tied to like a gurney. And basically, what happens is they go and they decide to rape her and use use her as a raping type of thing, even though she's festering wow. and frothing from the vagina and stuff like that. But yeah, that's some horny dudes. Yeah. Well, the, oh, I don't know. You got to see this girl in real life. She's not ugly at all. Right. But, well, but Scott in the movie, said that. well, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but in the movie, anyway, listen. Let's hear what Scott's got to okay. say. Got her hot legs. Sure. But she's also naked the whole movie. The whole so movie. Now you're in this situation where you're really close with this girl, your girlfriend, and you're watching. I'm willing to bet she dumped you after that. Time. Now, this girl that uh, I was dating at the time is one of those people that, like. By the way, by the way, oh, before he tells. God, I did, can't wait to hear Scott tell me about. Did you notice that he used that in the past tense? So that's, I, I know. Just, I, I just know. Wanted I'm. To know I'm you hit the button. Whenever like a boob on the TV or whatever like that, they want to check to see if you're popping boner. Oh, dude. So now, if you pop what? boner... And Scott can't hide it you either. You pop the boner no. to a dead girl. <laughs> so anyway, so you're thinking, please, God, God, up there, if you have any self-respect for me, or... Do not let me, me pop an answer for that. So you know what happens the next moment that you think that. Anyway... I've got a sweet tongue. I've got a sweet tongue. A little bit of brotherly heads up. Oh, I let you down, brother. (laughs) Anyway, enjoy your show when I uh, catch it, guys. Thanks. Oh, there you go. Scotty calling in, man. Sweet, dude. Benny Bro. Benny Bro number two. He is the good looking. 
I mean, you are more the Danny DeVito. He's more the Arnold Schwarzenegger. That, that kind of hurts a little, but it's true. I know, but, but it's he, true. But he's like, let me let me he's tell you even something. Taller than you? No, he's not. No, not only is he same, not taller same, than me. Same size. No, 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 he's like a couple inches shorter than me, and Man, I still can. Good even though, though, even though he's in the Air Force and all this stuff, I can still kick his ass. Okay. Well, yeah, because you just have the weight on your side. You can <laughs> barrel it down on him. That's a that's a great point. But, but still, dude, Scott, bring it on. I've got an answer for that. All right, let's you hear reach it. over. Honey's got a hard on. Dead girl. Naked dead girl. You, sure? that's it. you say, baby, I ain't watching this movie. Oh, I'm my. thinking about you. And that's why you are the man right there. Because you came up with stuff like that's brilliant. That is one of the most brilliant things I've heard in a long time. I'm thinking about what I want to do right now. Right now, I'm not even into this movie at all, then baby. I put on, you know, some shitty old night, you know, uh, Van Halen. Right now, hey, let's <laughs> go tomorrow. Whoa, 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 whoa. I got to stop oh, you right see, there. See, I always ruin it, though. I got to stop you right I've there. I've got wonderful... By the way, you you have great point, but if you ever turn on Sammy Hagar, uh I Van love Halen. Van Hagar and Van oh my Halen gosh. just to be... But I'm just oh saying. Oh my gosh, Shane! I didn't know this about you. This is a problem for me. You like Van Hagar, dude? Diamond Dave. It, dude. Diamond Dave. There's no other Van Halen singer other than I mean, okay. So you had Gary Sharon oh, on a couple of episodes. Yeah, but that's come horrible. On, come on, nothing. Diamond Dave is the man. Okay, I. God, there's like, no I don't know de- you at all. Dude, there is no denying that David Lee Roth is Van Halen. All right, okay. Eddie Van Halen. Sure, but. Sammy Hagar did a, a hell of a fine no, job and sold gonna... millions of more albums. Yeah, but you know who else sold millions of albums? Justin Bieber. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Yeah. Well, right. I've got no answer to that. All right. Uh, thanks, Scotty, for calling in, man. Uh, sorry about talking about your junk, but uh, Scotty, it, it's monstrous and it needs to be talk about talked about. So, so there you go. Sweet. Um, Thank you, my friend. Uh, we had uh, Jamie calling. The Jed. Hey, Mike and Shane. This is. Jamie from your Facebook group. We love you, buddy. I, uh, Is it Jamie or Jake? I have Jamie. a uh, guest for your death scene. Oh, death scene. Uh, I'm probably not the first. And uh, I'm not even 100% sure. So if far, I you are right. the first. But if I am right, I've seen this movie a few times. It's been a while. I have it on VHS. It's called Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight. He's absolutely right. Send me your address, man. of Uncle Willie. Uncle Willie, my favorite death because there's a lot of titties involved. Let me just go ahead and say, Jamie, uh, go ahead and send your address to Mike at CorpseCollective.com, and we will send out your wonderful prize. Jamie, you are a sweet man. <laughs> so, there you go, buddy. Awesome. Um, I'd like to answer your question of the week. Let's hear it. But I don't have a good answer for that because I have never been to a horror convention or done anything cool. Horror related, aside from watch a shit ton of horror movies. Well, that's cool <laughs> and enough. To a shit ton of horror podcasts. You and me both, baby. You but and me both. As far as your question from last week about censorship and you know when when as a, does a movie ever go too far? I think kind of along the lines of what an exact said when he called in. When what? it involves kids, that's when I think it goes too far. Okay. Especially when I definitely you know, buy something that. like um, like Sallow. Oh shit! You know, I I don't really know. I haven't done like a lot of research, but you know, from what I've heard, but you know, a lot of the kids were in that movie were underage. You know, even bad news, 15, whatever. But that movie's yeah, bad news. You know, kids aren't. They shouldn't be making their own decision, even at that age. 
to appear in a film doing, especially doing sexual things. Oh know? my gosh! And this was and, the worst you know, movie I ever saw. Fucking eating shit and stuff. You know? <laughs> but why is that funny? Why did I laugh? It's not funny. About, yeah, it's um, disgusting. Yeah, a couple you ago, fucking big. <laughs> and it is called The Men Behind the Sun. It's a Japanese. Oh, I haven't seen of, it. I don't even know how to describe it. But this is the one movie that I think went way too far. And I, I, I wouldn't have a problem with this movie being censored because, you know, it, it, there's some fucked up shit that happens in this movie. Um, I haven't seen it. You know, normally shit doesn't bother me, but there is a, there's a scene involving like a 10, 11 year old kid. Oh, wow. Boy. Yeah. And, you know, it shows him naked. He's, you know, as he's getting ready to you know, be killed. Yikes. And I don't, I don't want to see that for one thing. Um, yeah, how's that entertaining? I don't. I don't have a problem with that being censored. If, if the government said, you know, this movie is illegal to be distributed, I wouldn't have a problem with that because it, it could be damaging to a young kid that's not ready to make his own decision, you know, as far as sure. appearing in a fucked up movie like that. So, and that's about the only situation for me. Yeah, that um, the whole censorship thing is rare. Whatever, but that's where adult, it's gone too far is rare, you know, but making it happens. Movies, so, it, it, you know, and it's tough to watch, but it's just just a movie, so that doesn't bother me that much. Um, you know, even something like a Serbian film. You know, to me, that's almost borderline because there is a kid in that movie, you know, a young kid that has some fucked up shit happen to him. Oh yeah. So you know, is that is that kid, you know, ready to make his own decision to to be in a movie know. like that? I hope that he um, wasn't involved and know. they used something else. I don't remember the movie very well. But, so I don't anyway, know if they could have done that. But uh, one of those mannequins so they use in the uh, um, you know car crash and, videos. Uh, sure. With you guys on Facebook, so. Awesome, man. Well, Talk we later. appreciate it. Dude, per, yeah. You know I'm what? I'm thinking Jamie's a new dude. Uh, yeah. No, well, he's he's been on the uh, he's been on the Facebook quite a bit. So right. You know, he's a yeah, he's I've a corpse cast there, uh, a regular time, on there. Did he but, do a first time? Call no, I think he's called time. before once or twice. But oh. uh, but uh, well. But between the whole cadaver lab slash, well, I think that goes without saying, but, but cadaver lab slash corpse cast, he's, he's, uh, not a regular caller, but man, we appreciate it. And I'm not going to watch that movie. Not that I would have watched it before because I've never you know heard what? of it, but with everybody that calls in with little tidbits and like in the, the Facebook group and everything sure. with Serbian film, uh-huh. I think I've got a good handle on what it's all you about. Don't I don't need it. to see it no, you because, don't need to see it. uh, you, let me tell you something I love speaking of the Facebook group. I don't ever consider myself to be the end all be all of all horror knowledge or anything like that. In fact, no, I th- that's I Johnny. Think, well, oh yeah, well he's that's a rainbow. I think that there are people on our Facebook group that know way more about horror movies and who've seen more than I have. Not not because I'm not trying, but just because that's how it works out. But uh, you know, to get these guys on Facebook and to to hear their comments, to hear their you know what's going on with them, you know, it, it's really. It, it, I mean, I don't, I don't mean to like kiss ass, but it's edifying to me to, yeah. to hear all these other guys uh, and people. I don't mean guys as in only males. Zach but. posted the uh, trailer for the Lords of Salem. I, I oh, did. That I was didn't so. That looked good. Love that. I mean, well, let me ask you, dude. So, so what have you seen? Speaking of Lords of Salem, what have you seen in Rob Zombie's uh, uh, movie collection? There. What I mean, have you seen what? What have I've you seen, seen uh, all of it. Okay, uh, I haven't seen the Halloween two. You know, I'm not. I'm not like. I, I do like Halloween, the first Halloween. I do like it. Love me, you know, whatever. That's and my I didn't opinion. Mind it. I, I mean, it was. It was right. would say. I, I don't. I didn't hate it. I didn't really care for number two. However, 
after watching House of a Thousand Corpses, and that's got to be in my top ten favorite horror movies of all time, and seeing this Lords of Salem trailer, but it, it was funny because it was like a bootleg from somebody's iPhone uh, that he played before a concert of his or something like that, which was really yeah. interesting. And it's like, I look at that and I'm like, I am stoked as balls to see that. So yeah, I mean, we'll see. I, I like that it's original. I like that it's, you know. I, oh, yeah. I well, think- he's, got a, he's got a certain vision and a lot of people give him shit. Oh, well, white trash people are going to be doing this and this. And this I think play. the Z-Man, you know, I call him the Z-Man. Because you're so tight. Call me. Uh, but you know, I, I, I like his original stuff. Sure. Oh no, me too. Without a doubt. Devil's I don't want you to touch House of a Thousand Halloween awesome. three, although no. that could use a real scrub down. <laughs> I liked Halloween three. Come on. Uh, Come on. Uh, what's his name, dude? Mustache man. Oh, uh, oh yeah. yeah I have a show. t-shirt where he says thrill me in it. Yeah, oh my gosh. From, uh, yeah. From, uh, yeah, night of the, from, um, what the freak was that, sir? I got good news and bad news. Yeah, exactly. Your dates are here. What's the bad news? They're dead. <laughs> Atkins. I got, uh, Tom Atkins. I got Tom that. Atkins. I have a t-shirt. Badass. You know, let me tell you something about the t-shirt. God, we're going way off and we got a shit That's ton of That's why. But let me tell you something. I bought. God created dads, baby. Well, let me tell you something That's about. That's why God's created dads. <laughs> all right. All right. You know, from Creep Show. Sure, I get you. Yeah. I slaps that kid around. <laughs> I bought a t-shirt dads. from Fright Rags and I was so disappointed in the quality of t-shirt. Like I like, I like, I, I, I make my own t-shirts. I try to like only wear, um, you know, uh, horror movie t-shirts or stuff that I made myself. Corpse Collective, sure. Cadaver Lab. Yeah. And by the way, speaking of Corpse Collective, Collective and Cadaver Lab t-shirts, uh, this week I'm going to go ahead and put up a store. So if you want to make, if you want to buy a Corpse Collective Holy t-shirt, do it. yeah, but let me tell you something. I, it's, it's, we're not making any money off of it because I, I don't know. Uh, you know, we're, we're just. Unless eight million of you. Well, here, here's the thing. I, I'm gonna, we're gonna give, we're gonna, here, here's, I buy my t-shirts from a certain place. I make it myself. You yeah. know? And since we don't buy like an inventory of t-shirts and whatnot. Right. You know, they're kind of expensive, you know, cause you know, you get them all. I just want one. I want two, whatever. But I'm going to put a store on there so people can, if they want, because a lot of people have actually been asking about Corpse Collective t-shirts uh, and Cadaver Lab t-shirts, actually. And so I'm going to put a link up there so you can buy it. But I'm, we're not going to make any money off that. So be, yeah, be on the that's, lookout for that. You know, just wear it around. You know, at best, if you're wearing your Cadaver Lab t-shirt Corpse or your Corpse Cast, cast uh-huh. take a picture and put it on the Facebook group. Oh, do that. Group. Do that. That would be awesome. And you know what? Uh, I know, awesome. I, I know the people who bought one. Uh, the last person to buy a Cadaver Lab t-shirt was named Liam, who's a Canadian, but we won't hold that against him. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he, he sent me a picture and everything. But here, here's the thing. Like I said, we'll put them up there, but we don't want, we, we're not going to make any money off them. If you, if, if you would grace us with buying one of those, you know, that's Sweet. enough for us, man. I'm, I'm good with the picture. No, absolutely. We you would, we would love it. picture. I'll put it on I'm Facebook doing that this week. Go, ahoy, assholes. So, you know, I, listen, I'm going to try cool. to do that this weekend. I'm going to put out the episode before I do that. But there you go. If you want one, great. They're going to be around 20 bucks. There you go. Uh, God, I sound like a pimp. But we're, good. but we're not that's making pretty, any, that's, we're not that's making a any pretty good price though. 20 with, bucks. with shipping. Unless you're with in the, shipping. Unless you're not in the U.S. That's and then, a and then, sweet price. And then we have to talk about shipping because it'll cost a little extra because it's the, the place I go to has free shipping inside the U.S. But. Man, I feel like we're pimping That's our shit. And I don't want to. I don't want to pimp. That's shit. what we do here, Michael. Okay, we're a <laughs> podcast. 
I I just want to I just want people to know that we would uh, that we're not trying to like. Why can't we have a pimp cane? I don't and know. A gold tooth. I don't. I just don't. I want to have a gold because I feel a little dirty. If if people no. are going to grace us and and be awesome enough to wear our t shirts, then that should be enough. Hey, right? ain't no dollar sign big enough. Exactly. I want the picture of somebody wearing the shirt going, rock on, giving the horns going. Absolutely. Yep, there's the picture. Put Absolutely. it on the Corpse Cast group. Good enough for me. It's on my to do list. So it, I it's already on this week. I already eat caviar you know what and here's the thing too speaking of this you know we do i'm not going to do a death scene this episode spoiler for the end so those people who only listen for the death the the death scenes we're not going to do one this episode but here's what we want to do i want to come up with a contest and i want to buy somebody a t-shirt and send it to them as the prize so we need to start thinking of a good contest to do Okay. And, you know, and, and I'll buy the t-shirt and we'll send it out and, and, we and gotta whatnot. Get thinking about something. So, so let's think about that. You and I will, here's the thing. Here's the goal. Let's come up by next episode. Let's come up with a contest. All right. To, to announce. And then, you know, we'll say, okay, you have a month and whoever wins gets a t-shirt and we'll send it out to him. How about that? Sounds pretty good to me. All right, sweet dude. Here's, uh, Levi called in. LeVay. Hey, Mike and Shane. This is Levi and Flagstaff. Uh, just calling to Flagstaff, let you know, Arizona, our neck of the woods. Sweet. was sweet. And, yes, Arrow uh, UK video. Oh, dude, I love Arrow. Amazing. I, I want to buy all of their Blu-rays. but Every one of them are awesome. Go. Me neither. And, um, anyways, I've been, I've been listening to all of your uh, Cadaver Lab, lab shows for <laughs> oh, the shit. last couple of months. Um, I think I've plowed through about 80 of those. Don't hate me. It's way too much ball talk to fit into my head. There's a lot of ball talk. Like eight weeks, but I keep doing it. I find myself thinking about balls and and word boner at random. Well, we like boners and balls. Sure we do. It just keeps popping into my head, so I think (laughs) it might be a problem. Fortunately, I'm running out of episodes. (laughs) Anyway, uh, I got my, you got me thinking about, uh, about the fun house, and it's been a while since I've watched that movie, but, you know, I was wondering what you guys thought about, uh, you know, the final girl, and she, you know, she uh, wasn't quite a final girl in the traditional sense, and this was only 1981. She showed her She's showing off her hooters yep. really fast. Like, yep. You know, you guys mentioned that, and a final girl wouldn't do that. You know, she was virginal and pure, yet, you know, exactly. there's her boobs twice had in the great movie. Tits. She's going to go have sex with this guy. So, but it was Buzz. that girl would die, of course. And then so again, I started thinking she was about rassy. her differently, she considering was that, Good point. you know, her little brother walks in on her in the shower with a butcher knife, like Norman Bates does in Psycho to Janet Lee. Right. Uh, he's also wearing a Michael, you know, like a clown yeah, he mask. He does. Like he throws on the, Mike, the clown mask. Yep. The point of view shot and everything. You're right. I think he's, uh, you know, Toby was referencing those two slasher movies, maybe for a reason. And, um, you know, sex is awesome? really connected with uh, the killers right. and their motivations in those movies. Wait a second. Uh, you know, have... Halloween, that's up for debate. I gotta pause it because Shane, because Shane's I giving me some. I kind of got. I, I mean, there's a difference out. between homage and, and just. Copying. Hey, this is what we're gonna do. Here. You know, but the thing is, is when you watch do that, do you think one, Toby Hooper was going? Let's pay an homage to Halloween. I do. And Psycho. Really? I do. Well, I don't know about Psycho, but I don't know. I didn't really get that. But Levi brings up a great point that I didn't think about. But I do. I do think Toby Hooper. Is Toby by Hooper's this time, a badass. By this time, saying... he is established. He is established. He's he's um he's okay. directed all sorts of movies. Right. Well, I, I don't remember. This was eighty eight, right? The the fun house was that eighty yeah, eight. I'm no. reneging. No, that was eighty one. I'm gonna I'm gonna God, reneg that because okay. 
because I I was totally not thinking about Toby Hooper because seventy three done did he did one of the greatest Texas Chainsaw yeah, absolutely so yes I could see the homage happening I'm reneging that. Forget about it. Thank you. It takes a big man to to admit when they're wrong. I'm always wrong. Theory about that, you know, uh, the blank slate and the phallic symbol in Michael Myers' hand, representing Lori's worst fears about getting poked by a guy, which is unfortunate. <laughs> um, which is why she was content to stay a babysitter while her friends went off and they were going to go have oh, sex man. and they both died. No, exactly. They, were strangled they deserved it. The dirty whores by them because they weren't afraid of the knife anymore. But anyways. Um, yeah, in connection with this movie, I try to think of, you know, uh, wearing the mask, her little brother, doing his little prank thing. He's in the horror movies. But from her point of view, you know, what he did was kind of pervy. Oh, absolutely. And it may be kind of a sexual thing. I mean, he did walk into the bathroom with a phallic symbol in his hand, you know, and tear the shower curtain open. So, you know, that's sick. It's an but, awesome 80s um, man, phallic. You know, Really? She goes, Look him she, up on she's going to go to this uh, funhouse thing, this guy in Bone, and, you know, she's a, yeah, I'm pretty sure she was a virgin. So, Buzz is hot, know, though. She's got, she's got plans. She's going to go to this yeah. dirty, slimy carnival place to have sex. Uh, it's very special. She's totally right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, she, she ends up facing a monster where, who was wearing a Frankenstein mask, yep. and her brother had a Frankenstein poster. I don't think that's just a coincidence. I think maybe... No, that's you know, a good point. I didn't think of that. There, her brother, and then that uh, creature, and then the creature, like weird. the first thing we see him doing down in the basement, is he's trying What's to get the brother it doing? Jumping the fence, jump Pina back, and, jump back, back, back. You know, he's wearing a mask, too, and there's just kind of a sex thing going on. You know, from her point of view, I, I think maybe she went from, you perverted little jerk, I'll get you back later, as in she might, like, you know, throw open the bedroom door when he's in there whacking it or something. <laughs> Fapping. Um, to like that mom would you know, care. Seeing this monster <laughs> yeah, really. Kill what oh, might be his mom, dude. I, Good job. I'm totally against inbreeding, and I think that maybe <laughs> that's a safe uh, maybe, stance to take. Um, Madame Vina might have been the monster's cousin or or aunt. Oh, uh, they're all carnies. Maybe even his mom, dude. Who knows? Weird. She, she was. Uh, so now you're just board, grossing so, me out, Levi. You know, hey, yeah, it, man, honestly, everyone wanted to see their sister's titties. What? What? Oh, what? You know, the guy's oh. mutated, so I think there's some inbreeding <laughs> going on there. That's She's a got great point. Maybe a fear of of her brother actually wanting to poke her. Oh my gosh, so this is really this deep monster, and disturbing. Like, you know, that's the ultimate. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, going fear off that the she deep could possibly end. Her brother and you know him playing with. Long, pointy objects he wants to stab her with. Yikes, dude. But anyways, uh, just an idea. I think maybe the kid jumping over the fence, he's on the fence about whether he really wants to go to that place with his sister or not. You know, maybe that's stretching it a bit. I don't Man, know. he's but taking this like phantasm, homosexual awesome. levels. Uh, you know, his body is craving. That's some deep shit, brother. You know, making Texas Chainsaw and Poltergeist. Uh, <laughs> Man, the fun house. I, I don't know. Well, you know what? His career is worse than Cravings because I think those might have been his only three good movies. I hate yep. eating the library. Oh, that suck. Oh, I never anyway, saw it. So um, how do you see that? You know, I was thinking when Madame Zena, she she deserved to die because that poor monster couldn't masturbate with those with those nasty hands. You're right. Hands. Right. I mean, what was that? And I thought they were gloves, you know, like scary she's gloves. She's make a hundred bucks off them. The least she could do is make it worth his money. Bitch. Instead, she's like. <laughs> Oh, you come here. And that I, was I, his I squirt. Make you feel good. And then, you know, it wasn't Madame Zena's problem that she got him. You know, it's like, 
So what? So what are you on handjob givers' rights now? No, I'm just saying, dude. Um, it's a pretty good dollar per hour, like I said last time. You know, hey, you know, man, if you squirt, you about and I haven't even laid it on you yet. Found a bunch <laughs> of those dirty magazines, like, in a ditch, in a wash, you know, by the side of the road. Oh, they're all over. Keep your eyes open for that stuff, because it happened more than once. We'd stumble upon. That's amazing. Rained on. Dirty magazine. Everybody who, like, tons of people have responded saying that they had the same experience all over the U.S. That happened a lot. And I don't yeah. know about it so much some crazy old dude throwing a kid a bone. <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> pun intended. Disgusting. I'm sorry. Sick. Uh, scratch that. Um, but the I, I think maybe it was more like, you know, some other kid's like, oh, I can't let my mom catch me with a dirty that, That's a great point because so I did the same or, thing. True that. Um, you know, maybe, you know, maybe it was someone just feeling guilty. Throw you know, it down guilt and come back for it. The and it's gone. <laughs> Some other kids are like, like see ya. Me reading <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, yeah, I was thinking about, uh, about what you said after that, too, with kids, um, you know, inviting each other to whack it. My brother told me stories about stuff that his <laughs> friends were doing I'm at the river. I think I know he was people. involved with that thing, considering how he turned out that I didn't find out, you know, until years later. And then there's other guys in the trailer park where I grew up who I heard about them doing that to each That's other. That's weird, and, dude, dude. I was just like, I didn't hear about any of this stuff until I mean, come on, who hasn't jerked off their friend? Graduated high school, I believed them. You know, it's not like I was some kind of badass or something, like if they had come picked on me, you know, like, <laughs> You're probably hey, lucky. You, you, you want to come beat off with us? You know, it's not like I would have started you know, hey, you wailing no. on them or anything, but they probably knew I wouldn't be down for that because that's probably a good I thing, can do man. That perfectly fine by myself. I don't need <laughs> you know one of you guys helping me out. Uh, exactly, so right? Exactly. Awful. Anyway, so you know, you guys, I was glad to hear you say, "No, hell with that. I never done that." Because you know, <laughs> if you said you had, I, I'd still listen, but you know. I'd be stuck in the back of my mind. You'd be like, all oh, that ball talk's for real. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, well, we stroke each other here every Friday night. So, Mike, I, I do have more to ask metaphorically. you. Um, <laughs> on that four-pack, that's what I got. I got Funhouse, Phantasm 2, Serpent in the Rainbow. Um, yeah, we got the same one. What's the name one? of that other snake movie? I, you know, I was hoping that you... I hate to say it, because it just sounds so stupid. I was really hoping you would tell me, tell us listeners... You know, how to pronounce that. Yes, yes, I'm not yes, quite sure. Yes, yes, you never hear yes. it. We totally fell into his trap movie. right there, by the way. But, you know, <laughs> my, the title might have something to do with it. Sure. Uh, oh, and, and as far as the word vagina goes, burp, um, burp. in the same What's trailer park where I grew up, there was, there was this girl named Regina. And she, uh, oh, Regina. there was this, this other fat kid named John who, uh, Everybody made fun of him. He was a really nice kid, but he was a little slow. And uh, he was one of my buddies. And sometimes I would be mean to him. Oh, you did, that kid. But on the bus, dude, when he found out that when he finally realized in junior high that the word vagina rhymed with regina, <clears throat> he started calling her good for him. Good for him. It was <laughs> take that to watch her swim. Awesome. Uh, anyway. Show is awesome. Thanks, I can't man. wait to hear next week's episode. <laughs> Talk to you later. Awesome. That's the L to the E V double I. That's right. 
Dude. LeVay! Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I guess we kind of put our uh, comments during that. We talked over a lot of that. But I'm just glad that, uh, that your brother, your older brother, don't let him tell you anything. Don't let him, uh, make you think that he's anything but weird. Okay? And at least for now, I mean, you're a grown man now, but don't ever listen to him when he says, Hey, let's go in the back room and masturbate. Now you know better. You go, Hey, what? No, I don't, <laughs> I don't like that. All right. Jake the snake called in. Jake. Hey, Mike. Hey, Shane. Yo, buddy. It's Jake. <laughs> The snake. We love you, buddy. Call in for a few things. By the way, uh, I got to pause it already. Question of oh the my episode. God, Mike. Uh, Listen, I leave him the god alone. I've I've called him buddy two times, and now I do think that he's a buddy of mine. But I hate it when people call me buddy. Like when somebody like I don't know calls me buddy, I get all bent out of shape, and I hope Jake's not getting out of shape. It depends on how you say it. Hey, if you buddy. Say, Hey, buddy. Oh, man. But if you're going, hey, listen, buddy. No. No, no, no. It's like when people at work are like, hey, buddy, let's do this. It's like, you know, kiss my freaking ass. I'm not your buddy. But you know what? I feel like I'm buddies enough with Jake so I can... Sorry, sorry Jake. I didn't mean to disrespect you. Let's get on with this voicemail. Have I ever participated in anything horror-related or something along those lines? I yes. Guess. Uh, no. <laughs> Every day of your college sorry. career... Did you think about this before he uh, called? Uh, <laughs> fortunately, yeah. Around here in Iowa, at least Des Moines area. Des Moines, Iowa. A whole lot. Des Moines. Uh, well, they do do a uh, zombie walk. That's right. Zombie walks are pretty October popular, or something like that. But I'm always stuck at work on those days. Ah, oh, here. You know, Hell's bells. Yeah. Uh, well. <laughs> Disappointment there, huh? Uh, let me let me pause thing it. Real I quick. wanted to talk about. Let me pause it real quick. Okay. Zombie walk. We have a zombie walk coming up this summer. Okay, in here in Salt Lake, and um, dude, you know it's it's probably gonna happen on a Sunday. So I know you got your kid with you. Dude, right. we should go. I'll bring my kid. Well, I'll bring my couple kids. We should do it, dude. It's fun. All right. Shane, okay, mean, you committed. Uh, you well, committed. I, well, I said it like this. I said <laughs> okay. it like, okay. all right. Like, uh, dude, you know, let me think about it. It's kind of, okay. Think about My it. My kid is way advanced, dude. He's like, what? No, it, trust me. It's it, like, dude, we'll dress like zombies. We'll walk down the street. It, it's and fun. Like, they won't even look like good zombies. No, dude, trust me. It will be fun and I think that we should make this a whole family and thing. Man, you're throwing me on the spot. I, Come well, on. I'm putting right. you on the spot right now. All right. I'm committing to that. All right. Let's do it. Because, right. listen, I'll bring my oldest daughter because my two boys are still so young, they probably get the shit scared out of them. But me right. and my daughter, who is going to turn nine here in a couple weeks, um, we're, we're all going to go. And, and all right. What your the son's hell, about the man? same age, what a little the, bit older. He's but 11. Yeah. So what the hell? Dude? So let's do it. Let's, let's have fun. Let's do this thing. And We're uh, going downtown. And we're and we're gonna freaking walk like zombies or some crap. That's how. All right, dude, let's do I'm, it. I'm down. And by the way, if you're in Salt Lake City, you should come with us and uh, meet Shane Diablo. I know you don't. Want, I don't. I know you don't need to meet me, but Shane is a verified. You can see Mike over celebrity. the entire crowd. He's way taller than a lot of people. And that's you know, and that's true because a lot of like really short dudes seem to to be into the zombie walking thing. I might be able to get you know Winbird. He does some pretty oh, he does kick-ass some mista- uh, some makeup. makeup stuff. Yeah, he, he does. Works at the home. Winbird the guitarist for the illustrious uh, Maybe Diamonds I'll get him to work us up into a nice little, uh, you know. 
Dude, let's get our kids. Zombie. Let's get our kids going. And, and my whatever. kid will be down for the uh, you know zombie makeup. Sure, and that's, be the and that's whole what it's all about. Around, sure. It's like what? I gotta walk. I no. gotta. It's I fun. Got shit to do. It's fun, dude. I promise. We will have a good time. It's the right. summer. We'll do it, and we'll take okay. pictures, and we'll post it. All right. All right. That's, let's do it. Okay. Awesome. I think you're. I, I honestly. I think, I think your son that. will like it because it'll I, be fun. It's on a Sunday. Uh, yeah, it usually the official zombie Salt Lake City zombie walk is on a Sunday I'll afternoon. It's well, well, it's like at seven o'clock, but it's still light and stuff like that. And we'll be home by, I mean, you'll be you, you'll be able to take the kids home by nine o'clock. So I mean, it'll be. Yeah, be I'm gonna go, to I'm gonna go ahead and commit to that. Sweet, let's do it. Awesome, I'm stoked. Is the Fun House? Now you mentioned there was a Dean Koontz novelization. There is of indeed. That. Yes, yes, yes. There was, and I happened to read that. Back when I was in middle school, very good book. <laughs> Is it? And I would say definitely better than the movie. Really? Uh, one of the major differences is, well, the mom actually plays a bigger part in the book. Who is the mom? I mean, rather than being just a secondary like... bitchy character, wait, she was in the movie. Oh, oh, oh the, uh, the okay, right. She right. was Sorry. married to the Barker in her younger years and. Well, they had a baby, I see and that. you know oh. what that baby was? It was a little dad. Uh, little dad, that guy, guy in the jar we saw yeah. in the dad. How about that okay. in movie. Cool. Yeah. Okay, that sounds good. So ashamed of it that she killed it and pissed the barker off. And how about uh, that? Yeah, that was the. So Frankenstein is the second attempt. How and about so therefore, that? Therefore, also he was in getting. The book, a Amy had from, Andy J was a, from his pregnant mother. and had wait, an wait, abortion, wait, wait. and well, mom found out about it. No, I don't know because I think that the mom of the girl was married to the Barker. Is that am I am I understanding? The, I don't know. Maybe I missed something. All right. Well, know. we just have to read it. Damn it! I read. Come Dean on. She freaked out about it, and you know, doesn't want her to end up like she did. So yeah, much much more fleshed out than the movie. And Interesting. I can't remember um, if the little brother actually had a bigger role. I mean, if besides you know, jumping what, over the fence, the, other than the very pointless role he had in the movie, he did very pointless. Yeah, I'll have to read that again sometime. And uh, <clears throat> something else I wanted to talk about. Um, something that made me think of Corpse Cast, of course. Oh dear. Um, this Sunday. There was an event here in central Iowa called Laser Fest. Ooh, all, laser? Sounds hot. outside all door. Get out your glow sticks. Oh, <laughs> I can't speak today. Robotussum. Yeah, right, absolutely. He likes <laughs> Out, to party. <laughs> outside all day event. You know, more radio-friendly rock, you know, like Shine Down Theory of a Dead Man. So... Probably not Some, up uh, your guys' opinion, but I enjoy that music. And, oh, yeah. Before you say, hey, wasn't Sunday Mother's Day? I hung out with her on Friday. Good for That's you. For Thank you very okay, much okay. for respecting so, your mother. Where I'm going with this is, well, <laughs> you know that in concerts, in between sets, they play music, you know, on the stereos. Yes, they do. Well, during one of these setting up, the next shows, I'm talking to some friends, and all of a sudden, from the stereos, I hear, 
the temple of ritual. Oh, nice, like, dude. Ghost. No freaking way. Yes. I'm playing ghost. It's probably better uh, than anything you saw that day. Just, like I said, made me think of you guys. I mean, well, we're glad. Did you get an erection? So freaking amazing. Did you get an erection? I mean, trust us. You can tell us. That a very small percentage of the people in the audience you know, would know who that was. I don't know who Shinedown is, but they're Maybe probably not as good as Ghost. One of the very small percentage. Don't you dare lie. Uh, I you know, guarantee you. That was pretty cool. You know, every Tuesday night. Tell you guys that. And, I got to uh, pause it. One little. Okay, um, first of all, you're going to call me out, but first, I'm saying, first of all, I don't know who Shinedown is, but I don't, I've never even heard of them, so I don't even know if it's like embarrassing to know who Shinedown is. Okay. Well, you know, uh, I'm not even going to argue <laughs> with you, but I'm just, you know, I, 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 I could not tell you a single song. Do you know who like, Shinedown is? I do not. I know the name. Okay. And I know it's probably Godsmacky. Oh, okay. Nickelbacky. Like, like, I'm going to go ahead and tune my guitar so I can create uh, full-on chords by putting one finger on the I just want to say, Jake, a real mama's boy takes his mom to the Godsmack laser show. <laughs> That's all I will say about <laughs> that. But, you know, you got to party. The laser you gotta, show. You well, loose. The thing is, I'm sure his mom isn't really into the whole Robitussin thing. And I get I, I get being embarrassed not wanting to Robitussin in front of your mom. Uh, I get it. You know, I get it. I get it. Plus, shine downs. They, they sound like a really like. And, he, and like, Jake doesn't even use that little cup that comes with the. Oh no, he drinks it straight from He's the bottle. Just like boom. Where's that cap? It's gone. By the way, can I? I don't know what happened to that cap because <laughs> this some bitch is going <laughs> down. All right, Jake. Sorry. Short story, also kind of corpse <laughs> cast related and laser fest related. Well, laser fest. We're laser fest. Monday. We're like united. Day after the show, and you know, I was just so dead tired. It happens after late. And after laser I'm listening fest. to some corpse cast. What on my iPhone, and you know, it's it's keeping me through the day. You know, <laughs> we're good. Still kind we're of like dead a crutch, tired, man. <laughs> and finally, right after the. Minute that's not really a minute of right. dancing. Right. Suddenly, out comes Shane with a very, very loud <laughs> dancing impression. <laughs> thank you, Shane. You actually managed to wake me up. Nice. Just a bit. <laughs> okay. I rambled on for. Oh, we love your rambles, man. Bye bye. That's oh, a Jake, great. Man. That's I great. love Jake. I love Jake too, man. <laughs> Mom, laser shows. Are we going to do Shine Down for an episode or what? Zach and Jake should get together for the next laser show. Wait, is Shine Down kind of the biscuity, the biscuits, Robitussin. <laughs> really, dude. I yeah. Could you I, imagine the damage? You know, I I'm starting town. to think that. Uh, you know, I think that the biscuits is for a younger man than I. You know, and, and so you're saying Shinedown's kind of in that same deal. What the hell are you talking about? I'm you an old man. singing Biscuits all over the last podcast. I'll tell you, you why. Know every single word. Just one of those days. You're right. You know what? But the thing is. Sunged. Sunged? Yeah. All right. You I know gonna, every word. I'm just going to go ahead and skip songs. because I don't want to get into this because probably the amount of biscuits I know should be uh, shameful to me to admit. Okay. Okay. All right. All right so uh, Darian called in. D. Hey, kids, it's Darian from Darian. Padded Room Podcast. Padded Room! Uh, your death scene, of course, is Demon Knight. Oh, you got beat, buddy. 
Um, I'm I still owe you one, though. Last week's question first, if I may, since I missed you guys last week. Absolutely. I hope you missed me. Well, I <laughs> cried. Anyway, um, movies that I thought pushed the envelope or maybe went too far. Look, I've seen a Serbian film. Um, it it punches me in up. the face, sure, it's but there's up. a reason for that. And I actually think it's a pretty good show, despite all the weird sex stuff. <laughs> um if you've seen Slaughtered Vomit Dolls, ah, that's a movie that will just salad. make you go, what the fuck? Because there's no real <laughs> plot or anything to it other than just gross shit scene. I'm going to pause it real quick. Dude, I, you and that pause I button know. are making love tonight. And let me, I'm getting sick of it. And let me tell you something, too. This episode, I mentioned... Because I can see your little fingers over there hovering over... <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pause it. Well, I talked about how For this God episode's going to be super long, but me pausing it every five seconds isn't helping. But let me tell you something about Slaughtered Vomit Dolls. It's actually a, a vomit gore trilogy. There are three movies oh in this, okay? <laughs> and there, I can't remember what it's called, but... But and I'm not supposed to mention it because Stephen from uh, JFMP and uh, uh, Kid Afro Classics will get all upset because uh, if I mention that there are two people who star in one of the, I can't even remember what it's called uh, Regurgitated Sacrifice I think is what it's called. Um, if you go watch that, they um, you're right. It's just scene after scene That's of disgusting like 45 bullshit. Forty-five black metal albums. You know, from Holland. Regurgitated Sacrifice? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I guarantee, Google that, that's a band name. All I'm saying is if you watch that, there is a not only just a cameo, but a starring role for two, let's just say they're twins, and I don't dare to say anything out loud because Steven will get all pissed off at me and whatever, but two people who star in that are actually big-time movie makers who are showing a movie at Cannes this weekend. Wow. Could The French, uh, I think it's French, I assume it's French, but watch it and you'll be shocked as balls. But anyway, sorry, Darian. You know, it's like a gonzo porn film for crazy death shit. Yes, it is. Um, if you've seen it, I've seen it. Then you probably know what I'm talking about. I saw it, and if I hadn't read the synopsis, I wouldn't have any idea what the hell it was about. Um, <laughs> Streaming on Netflix. Synopsis, I'm not sure what it's about. It's about people throwing uh, so up. Yeah. You know, check that out. And that's streaming on Netflix. It is indeed. You can check that out anytime they want. Which is, um, I don't know if I want to live in a world where that's available. Uh, horror activities other than movies. Well, I do have my own horror podcast. Sure. Of course. Uh, we actually have a zombie crawl here in Reno. Oh, also. cool. Uh, we have a zombie crawl. We have a vampire crawl. Oh, really? A superhero crawl. Santa Werewolf crawl. crawl. Um, <laughs> in Reno, they do a couple everything. other crawls. Reno's are some freaky bitches. Usually, they amount to just uh, you know drunk assholes running up and down downtown Reno. Yeah, that's the it. Wine um, crawl. The, the premise is good. You're supposed to dress up like a zombie or a vampire or Santa or whatever, and then you'll get dis- discounts on drinks. Doesn't oh, always yeah. work we got the zombie way, pub crawl you know, coming up on Jul- June 9th. What about the uh, other than, Buffalo you know, Bill crawl? I want to be, where everybody yeah. walks around yeah. tucking, tucking their Anyway, fellas, that's it for me. Dude, the Buffalo Bill crawl. Can you see a bunch of guys like wearing... The Buffalo Bill... <laughs> hey, the Buffalo Bill wine crawl. Oh, my gosh. That is awesome. Uh, you know, some Martini Rosti Osti Bumanti in one hand and your dick. Between your legs, walking down the street. 
<laughs> Buffalo Bill, dude. And Ross that is the worst thing I ever tea, heard of. But listen, you can't see their cock and balls, so they should be fine, right? It's fine. I mean, yeah, it's censored. <laughs> other than the fruit bowl on the other end. Oh my god. Well, yeah. You hope to be in front of them and not behind them, but you'll see a lot of fruit balls that's, that's, and little that's purple mushrooms bowl. hanging out. It's putting your junk around back and then bending over to go surprise here's a banana oh yeah we peaches. all know what a fruit bowl is brother yeah. we we know that it's it's hot and erotic and all that cream on there <laughs> there you go oh sweet vaughn called in vaughn mike mike yeah mike what god why yes. do you keep relegating that horrible rumor what rumor and telling people like shane who don't know properly these horrible lies what lie dude vaughn yeah, we know. First off, you don't have a, an, uh, you know, an iota of people knowing if this is your voicemail line or not. I know. I got to add it. goes right to I got to add a new uh, greeting. Two. Fun House. Awesome movie. Okay. Toby Hooper did direct Poltergeist. I know. Stop friggin' saying that he didn't. Oh, because you of tell. Uh, if you watch Spielberg? Again, you can tell. There's certain aspects right. of that film. Right. I'm just giving you shit. Look at some of the films he did in that time period. It's freaking Toby Hooper. I'm just giving you shit, uh, son. Spielberg has even come out and said, yes, I did some of the second unit photography, but I did not direct the film. He was too Okay, I, I'm going to pause it. And I haven't heard this this voicemail yet, so I don't know what he's going to say. However, mm. he's giving me shit about that. I know, I know. Come on, brother. I know that I'm just Spielberg giving you shit. was busy taking the guns out of the hands of the FBI of agents and of ET. No, but let me tell you something, too. I do know, even though that a lot of like the opening scenes and stuff was very Spielbergian because, oh, hi, there's people working on our uh, on our pool and stuff like that. I, I'm just teasing, dude. It's a joke. I think Tangina said something about that it was Spielberg who directed it, and she's a uh, crazy munchkin, but so whatever. Is he directing E.T. and setting up E.T. at the yeah, time? Yeah, we know, brother. Come on. Come on, Vaughn. Um, what's Zelda Rubenstein? Zelda Rubenstein was the one who said that Spielberg was the one who Did you just say Zelda Rubenstein? The film. She's dead now. Let it die with her. This That's house is crazy. <laughs> oh, God, Mike. I mean, I'm just teasing. It's just frustrating. Relax. I'm sitting in a hot mail truck. He's a mailman. He's going to go postal. He's already he's already on the edge about to get pissed off and go off. I love you like a sister, but I mean, God, stop telling people that lie. I'm just teasing, dude. Come on. Come on. I love you, Vaughn. Awesome freaking record. Oh, yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome record. So happy that you can talk about it. Yep, the one in the first record school, the Sam Hain records are awesome. I've not heard that. All of Dan's work is awesome. I mean, so... Except for nowadays, how he's become a complete lunatic, you know, going on Fox News. Yeah, yeah he's kind of going off the deep end. Kind of odd now, but back in the day he was awesome. But I, I mean, he's a, kid, he's a meme cool. now. It's like, yeah. yeah, he is a meme. We talked about that, Whatever. too. Whatever, that's what happens. Guys get old. Get smart. Get, you know, caught carrying <laughs> big bags of uh, cute litter <laughs> around. And, uh, yeah, I want some iPhone movie footage movie. of you in the mail truck listening to some Lucifer. I do. How about that, yeah, Vaughn? Post that on the corporate. Hey, by the way, have you seen Vaughn's beard? It's epic. I would be scared uh, as shit to see him delivering my mail. Shane, don't believe him. Then don't believe everything Mike do that says. Now. 99% <laughs> of the time, Mike's probably lying. He probably just wants to get in your pants. I do. All right. That's bye. true. That's true, Shane. Shane, how does it feel to know that I'm only talking big because I want to get in your pants? Well, you know, it's <laughs> every Friday night, dude. Twenty weeks now, it's been doing this. You know, we don't ha- think I haven't. You know, tried. Let me let me some tell you something, people. This is only episode eighteen. We've missed two weeks since we started, but me and Shane have hung out that week. 
You know, Both we, we've, we've one was my some, voice, one was because my voice, and the whole uh, you got to admit we've done some weird shit. We've done some weird shit. Listen, I, mean, I didn't know I could bend ways to, in that in that way. You know, listening to I mean, just strange, just Spotify sure. alone. After after the this, avenues we've went. Let me let me let me uh, let me pull back the curtain a little bit. Oh. After we're done, after okay. we're done uh, recording, I pack up all the computer and the in the the. Oh, thank you for that. And the uh, microphone stuff, and we sit there and we Spotify. We start Spotifying some stuff, and it's like we always end up on Steel Heart, Steel Fire, and I'm like, never, oh my God, never let you. Can't we listen to something good? Yeah. He always tells me. No. <laughs> uh, I listen to this album from beginning to end, yes. and then I leave. Oh. But when you're as big as Mike is, you just uh, obey. Yeah, I, I I have come to realize that that's what people do, and I've come to take advantage of it. Yeah. So there you go. Okay. Hey, uh, Sam from Portland, Maine called in. Hello? Hey, Mike and Shane. Yo. Uh, this is Sam from Portland, Maine. He doesn't sound anything like listener, first Stephen caller. King. Just wanted to Thanks for saying that, by the way. Um, respond. <clears throat> Not for this week, clean. but the last week. It was like, Sneaky. You know, what, uh, pipe. what movie goes too far or makes you uncomfortable or whatever. Um, I've seen a lot of stuff. I've seen Sallow, and I've seen <sighs> uh, the original Texas Chainsaw, which is very freaky. But uh, what really made me turn the DVD player off was um, Slaughtered Vomit Dolls. <laughs> I got about wow. 17 yes. minutes in. You know, it's all kind of scary and spooky, and the girl's all laughy, and then she realizes that uh, she's in for some Shane, you're going to watch this, dude. Dude, and then when that's start, number you know, three. Doing the eyeball thing, I, I totally turned my stomach, and I couldn't watch it. Well, I, I got to watch it while I eat an um, XL at sandwich. That's going to be one of your uh, uh, physical challenges, was to watch <laughs> yes. that while eating a twin fish sandwich. And it's going to happen. There's no way in hell I could ever do that. Oh, no. But, uh, only because I lost it. And as far as the last week's question, which let's was, get real, um, people. You know, real what other horror things it. are you involved <laughs> in outside of watching movies? Um, I, personally, not me, but I know that um, there's a kickball league in town, and they do a uh, um, a zombie theme game. You know, where you we have that here in Salt Lake. We've had zombie kickball. You kick the ball and you walk real slow to first and stuff like that. So I bet it's probably <laughs> to watch and participate in. But We've I, had that before. I personally haven't done that. Funny. But uh, I know what happens. <laughs> but I just wanted to say um, I think you guys are doing a great job. And Thanks, it's man. really nice to um, hear about new things, um, especially you know, a lot, not a lot of people talk about these Type of things, and it's cool to hear people, you know, discuss them. And, awesome, man! Thanks. You know, there's more to it than just you know blood and guts and gore and all that kind of You're stuff. Right. You know, there's You're a story GD behind right. these things, and it's just cool to hear you guys talk about it. But, Thanks, man. Uh, way to go, guys, and uh, keep it up. Bye. Nice, Sam. Dude, dude zombie. I say now, true. Uh-huh. Rolling the gunslinger. <laughs> Portland, Maine, coming to pick Portland, up. Portland. He didn't King. sound one thing like Stephen King. He didn't have that like annoying. Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, pet cemetery. Oh, that's gone sour. Oh yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> I'm saying now, true. Yeah. Roland, the gunslinger, the dark tower. <laughs> okay. Portland, Maine, coming to pick up Stephen King. All right, man. Save him from the crash. Oh man. <laughs> Portland, Maine, dude. I I need. I still need to read deal. that. 
It is a big deal to be for it's, Portland, dude. Maine. You'll be reading that stuff for the next five years. Well, listening. Let's be honest. Listening. listening. You'll be listening. And you still haven't got me that stuff yet. Weeks. You still owe it to me. Say now, true. Hear yeah. me now. All right, man. Uh, Sam, love you. First time caller. We appreciate it always. Love you, Sam. Jig called in. Here he is. The jig. Hello. Hey, Mike. Um, Shane, you don't get high. You get a booyah. Booyah. Um, uh, hope you guys are doing well. We're good. Thought I'd put a quick call in just to say hi, because I do hear you've been missing my sexy British accent. British uh-huh. accent. Uh-huh. Always right. give you hard. Uh, sorry, it's been a yeah, while, but uh, I mean, we've worked that out. Getting ready to go on holiday and having <laughs> that enjoy us. It's been a little bit hectic here. Uh, still listening to the show, though. That I will always do. Awesome. Um, anyway, as far as the question of the episode goes, um, I think it was like, not, what non-horror culture type things have I engaged in mm-hmm. uh, this year or whenever? Whenever. Um, and to be honest, the simple answer to that is, uh, so far, none. Okay. Uh, unfortunately. Yeah. But I have got a great website to share with you. Um Ooh. Oh, he, oh I yeah. I sent a link by my cousin a few weeks ago. He did, with, to um, me. Basically, it was for a zombie-infested 5K obstacle course run. Wow. Yes. And it looked absolutely amazing. Um, I, I've sent you the link in an email, but for anyone who wants to give it a look, uh, I managed to find the American version of um, the one I got sent. Uh, so the website to go to is www.runforyourlives.com. Um, mm-hmm. Have nice. a look at the video. It looks amazing. It looks superb. <laughs> it's like, it's basically just a run. A, you get chased by zombies. How much better can it be? Um, but other than that, uh, we don't really have anything go over, going on over here like that. Um, England's a bit of shit, things like that. Uh, but we do have Yeah, but you have Cradle of Filth. Pretty Little off. bits and um, whatnot. <laughs> but no, unfortunately, I haven't actually done any of them myself. Uh Hopefully, maybe next year, me and a few friends have spoke about doing the 5K zombie run. He sounds so classy, um, by the way. Other than that, Dude, we have to wait it. and see. <laughs> but uh, anyway, on that note, I didn't want to keep it too long. Um, I know the last podcast was like three hours. This I'm going to set you a challenge. It. Maybe yeah. let's see if you can do a 24-hour podcast. 24-hour podcast? Oh, my God. But, uh, other than that, I'm <laughs> keep up the great work. Stay sexy, the pair of you. Sweet. And enjoy the weekend. I've been Jig. And good. Bye. Awesome. Thanks for calling in, Jake. Let me tell you something about runforyourlife.com. You go to their website. It has a video and stuff like this. And it's not just like you're running a 5K and there's zombies around. Here's the deal. They you, Have you ever played flag football? You know, you have the two flags on the side. Yeah, well, yeah. okay. So these guys who are running a 5K have like flags all the way around them. And, you know, just like strips of red, you know, whatever. Okay. And the thing is, is that's their quote unquote life. And the zombies try to get them and rip those off. Now, once all of your life is gone, you become a zombie. That sounds pretty That's cool to pretty, me. That sounds pretty fun, man. The, the first thing that popped into my brain when he said, www.runforyourlife.com <laughs> yeah. was that Saxon song. Run for your life. <laughs> I, you know, it, it totally off topic. Sure. I mean, but That's I was just right. thinking, man, I, I love me some goddamn old Saxon <laughs> You ever oh, hear dude. Saxon? Uh, 
You know, they're, they weren't one of my favorites growing Crusader, up. But only because... Crusader, you got to realize, though, man, back in the day, we didn't have Spotify. I mean, you realize this. If I didn't have friends or friends, older brothers of friends that were into it, I, you know, I'd never oh, heard dude. about it unless it was on K-Bear 101. Song, you know, he's like, run for a lot.com. <laughs> run for your life. Which is not the song. That was Run to the Hills. Yeah. Run for your... God bless you, Jim. Jack, and by the way, on holiday, we're seeing spot a pudding. We're and, seeing uh, I am, or Iron Maiden this year too. August first, baby, stoked. We are going together to oh. partake of Iron freaking Maiden. We'll get some pics and some videos, maybe. We'll see. You'll see the Dude, sexy in our perfect in my perfect landscape. Uh-huh. We meet the band Nico McBrain. Oh, dude, one of the sweetest hearts. Of ever in life and <laughs> rock and roll to hang out with us and have a spot of beer, a spot of tea. You know what would be great? I would love to have a spot of Abel. How about tea. a spot of, yeah, you guys come with us. We call it, we call it, hey, uh, we're on Iron Maiden's Eddie Force <laughs> we're One. We're on Ed Force One. Ed Force One, <laughs> and we're going to Japan. I'll be like, I'll be like, listen, work. I've got a few weeks saved up of uh, vacation. Consider that gone. I'll be back in a while. Dude, could you imagine? That'd be awesome. Wow. <laughs> oh, dude. GP called him. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys. It's Gracie's Poppy. Ooh, I'm calling ooh. from the doghouse. The doghouse? And that's no oh, joke. It's, no. It's like the dog pound. This one. I uh, did something to hurt my wife. Oh, uh, Not what? physically. You know, it's not something that I, I did to her. It's something that I I didn't do. He for forgot her. Mother's and, Day. Um, that was a big deal. It's something I should have been able to try to figure out how to do it for her, and I couldn't. And it just her feelings like hard. Mother's Day, huh? And, uh, he mentioned it on Facebook. I, I'm yeah, not guessing. That's, he that's mentioned that's it on Facebook <laughs> about her being hard on me. God knows I gave her enough reason to. But uh, I'm moving on from that. Um, Life's all about being becoming a better person. GP for last week's recording. recording. Uh, man, that sucked. I'm sorry. That was horrible. That using a ten dollar piece of shit microphone that pops all over the place. You sound it, great now, though, buddy. Trying something else now. See if this works. Maybe. Hopefully, it sounds a lot better. Um, question: The episode. Uh, I'll think of an answer for this one. Um, uh, what kind of event or uh, something <laughs> related do you do? Uh, like a, a pub crawl or whatever. Right. I only have. One day off a week, a Monday. Oh and, wow! Uh, Not a lot of shit goes on on Monday. On a Monday, yeah, so, exactly. So I'm kind of screwed there. Uh, closest thing I got to do was I got to see a uh, midnight screening screening of Halloween with uh, Mr. Kumar. Mr. Vaughn, uh, Vaughn Kumar. That's about it. Vaughn, who um, called in to give you shit? Glenn Danzig. I can talk about that one though. Lucifuge. That is that album has. I don't want to say it's a special place in my heart, but it's something that just affects me. Um, I just wanted to well, do was, that. I was 20 at the, 21 at the time. He's got uh, good skills. Totally fucked up over he does. girl. He really does. Um, I have a friend of mine trying to take me out, and it's, uh, it's October. It was one of those dreary overcast, just perfect for a depression kind of day. My favorite. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I call them typo like, negative days. Place, yeah. A depressing place. And... We're in his car and he puts it on and I just hear it and it just it fit my mood so well. And Cause it it's just, a long way back from hell. <laughs> and I don't know how how to to explain it. 
Yeah, yep. I just you say enough, like baby. That's how music affects you, man. Talking with my head. Yep. Now rip like an open uh, hole inside of me, and Glenn Danzig just goes in there, just fills it back up. <laughs> yep. I guess that's the closest thing. I can say. And to that, so you got sex with Danzig three times. Got a lot. That oh. lifts you up, man. It's it does. Fantastic. Eat fantastic it, world. Kind of, you know, just without a doubt. I wish I could express myself better. This is another problem I have with my wife. I can't express myself. You know what? Oh, That's We live and we learn, GP. You'll get better. We'll help you anyway, wherever we can. Uh, I think that's it. I, I, Funhouse, I can't comment on that because I've never seen it before. Five I've bucks seen, for one for one out of four movies on yeah, a Walmart I, pack. I've seen the, the uh, cassette, the video cassette covers for going, you know, back when I used to go to the mom and pop video stores. And I've seen it and always one of those things like I got to check this out at some point and I just never did. So, What are you going to do, yeah. buddy? I said, buddy, I damn it. Tired of boring you guys. <laughs> um, if I still have a home, maybe I'll call you next week. Take he called back. He called back later, though. We got some later. GP, let me give you a little bit of home advice. Oh, dear. <laughs> okay. And I, he is speaking my language. Okay. I have never been one to, well, in the earlier days of my career, uh, in a, a relationship. Okay. All right. I was not one to open up. But what I found out is when you break it down and you go, you know what? I'm going to say things that I, that are uncomfortable to me in my own way of talking and, and dealing with things, but things that you know that the lady wants to right. hear and that you really want to say, but you just don't have that oomph. <laughs> I say, take down the wall and say, you know what? Here it is. It's called vulnerability. You know what? Not only we have transcended horror podcastum, we are now relationship specialists. I'm just saying, no, we're not doing that, but I'm just saying, dude, this guy, he is seriously in my mental zone. He's talk. He's one of my good Facebook buddies. Uh-huh. He's always on the podcast. Yep. He loves the Lucifuge. He does. And I'm saying, dude, listen to me when I tell you, it might feel strange. It might feel weird, but break the wall down and say, you know what? Here's where I'm at. Show that vulnerability to the wife. He tries that shit on me and it works. Let me just say, she will not be on the couch and she'll go, man, you are hotter than you've ever been to me <laughs> in a thousand days. Just, just so you know, millions of women just swooned. I, I'm just saying, dude. I had to learn this on my you own. Got, you got to let yourself be vulnerable, and that's what ladies like. In millions of, no, I, I'm surprised to, your phone did. You have startup. to break that. Whatever. I've got the right idea, and you've got the wrong right. idea. You break Sour. that away, and you go for it. And, you know, long, man, we'll Dr. Laura this to death. Dr. Diablo. I'm just saying. Hey. I there like you that. go. But I'm just, maybe, hey, maybe there's a podcast for me. In Dr. Diablo. No, there. but I'm saying, dude, just break it down, take it back, pull it in, give it a squeeze, and do it. <laughs> awesome. Hi, Mike and Shane. It's Lauren. Lauren. I decided that I should call you, like, not at the last minute and before bed because it's getting embarrassing to listen to the voicemails that I leave when I'm, like, half asleep because I don't even answer the fucking question. Like, that last happens. time I totally answered the wrong fucking question. But anyway. Happens. What are you going to do? Um, I also want to mention I'm calling from my landline uh, so I can see which 
phone is making that like stupid <laughs> hip hop beat. Um, when I call, it's clean as a bell. And yeah, <laughs> yep, uh, last episode, pretty sweet. Danzig sounds really hot. Um, <laughs> I was always more like listen to foreign music, but he kind of reminded me of the Nick Cave thing a little, which reminds me, I saw you guys are doing the cramps. We um, are indeed. So, so I was kind of hesitant to mention this, but I like emailed Gene <laughs> about it and, um, my friend actually played guitar on Bad Music for Bad People. What? He was with the Cramps before he went on to play with Nick Cave and be a yeah. bad scene. Nice, and, man. Um, He's got a sweet he mustache. He's playing sweet. at Comet Ping Pong in the District of Columbia this Saturday. So I figure if he is, um, yeah, Kid Congo Powers. So he has a new record out. So I wasn't going to like whore out my friendship with him, but I will whore out. <laughs> His new record. Nice. He has a new record out. So awesome. I'll, I'll whore him out in that context. Do it. But he's a lovely person and talented musician. So um, buy his solo album, Kid Congo and the Pink Monkey Birds. And <laughs> that sounds if awesome. you're in D.C., which Taylor will not be this That's weekend. That's a martini band for sure. He's playing. And he <laughs> like actually high came class. to the first meeting of the um, Corpse cast. Where's Taylor been? Fan club. Um, Taylor, come on, buddy. was that because it was just. Hey, when I, we were just, you know, meeting up to go to the movies with this guy I met on the internet, Taylor, and his girlfriend, and I, I told him, I was like, yeah, I, we found this guy on Adult Friend Finder. So, I, I didn't tell him about the corpse cast thing. Right. And his partner actually came to the second meeting of, uh, the branch it out, baby. That's yeah. great. Club. We should build so anyway, what I'm going to do now, to be really uh, technologically co- retarded, <laughs> is I'm going to call back on my cell phone, and by process of elimination, we can see which phone is causing that the, um, that fucking noise, unless yeah, it's your... masturbating to me. What? While fap, I'm talking on the phone and passing fap. it off as a hip-hop beat. <laughs> Robert R. Okay, Best taught me that. Right fap, 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 fap. All right, so she did call right back in. Okay, Lauren, I'm calling back, this time on my cell phone to see if that's the Strange. one making incriminating hip-hop music noise. Um, I think yeah, it's the room. Speaking of Shane, uh, or it, yeah, if it's Shane masturbating, we'll know because it'll, the noise will be on both phone calls. Um, and speaking of that, I noted in the last episode, Shane mentioned his sex tapes, and that's pretty sweet, your sex tape for the soundtrack. And because you rickrolled me on Facebook, Shane. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to give it to all the ladies here in D.C. before you come help me move. So <laughs> I'm going to show them your sex tape. Ooh. Okay. Right. Yeah, you like that. Fine. Anyway. Uh, fine. Um, yeah, what else? The episode. <laughs> Blame yeah, all that Rick that. roll on Mike. pretty good. I taught him. He's um, the one that showed me I'm that. so excited you're doing Hittite with David Hess. I love that movie. It's really fucking depressing, though. And um, people must think I'm a huge fucking... Freak bag Pervo. Sure, but that's I the best him, way. Like, I love David. Oh, she got cut off. It sounds like. Hold what on. She hate? called. She called back. The fuck! I got GP twice. You know, I'm calling the sneak pipe. Uh, um, yeah. GP. So anyway, yeah. So I told me to listen to the extras on um, the Hitchhike. I watched some GP or, or DVD. Yep. Because. Um, the, that's, that's the, the actress who gets all raped by him in the movie is going on about like, 
Oh, he's a such a nice man. I love him. He's like a big teddy bear. I was he totally was so comfortable innocent. with the nudity and the him raping on me. <laughs> and then nice. he gets interviewed and he's like, I didn't know what I'm supposed to do. I was all nervous. I felt really <laughs> shitty. I was like, do I fuck her? I'm not going to fuck her. Sometimes I fuck people. That's so right. he was all nervous and she was all like, oh, he's just so nice. So... Um, I get a pause. I, mean, I, say, I know, I know that she because she said that uh, actually uh, David Hess doesn't have an Italian accent, but he was like, "Yeah, sure." I mean, I know that it goes on that people actually have full on sexual intercourse, but I didn't know if that was what I was going to do. She said, "Do whatever you want to do." Are and, you serious? Yeah. So David Hess really? No, no, I'm not. I don't. Oh. I don't know if he did or not, but I'm just saying that he that, that he talked about that a little oh. bit, which is bizarre. Like a huge uh, David Hess Hess crush because he is like actually like a, a nice dude and he made really well he was before he died um he's only 74 and he made really beautiful music like for elvis and pat boone and shit um and he did and i mean it's really sad that he's dead now and he's up there raping angels in heaven <laughs> with peter Falk <laughs> and chuck brown <laughs> and gloria gaynor oh i was yeah, anyway um in case my other voicemails didn't go through, no, they went through. Man. I will just briefly repeat. Um, oh yeah, uh, if you live in DC and you enjoyed the cramps that Shane and my friend um, I'm your go see man. their guitarist or their guitarist at the time of that album. Um, Kid Congo Powers playing at Comet Ping Pong in DC on Saturday night. I'm going to make Taylor it. Taylor will unfortunately not be there. I'm going to try to get this out before tomorrow night. Taylor has actually, um, Mr. Kid has attended the Corpse Cast, the first Corpse Cast um, Taylor, where DC are you, fan club meeting, <laughs> and he attended, his partner attended the second one. They just didn't know it. They just thought I was kicking back with uh, this guy and his girlfriend <laughs> who I met on the internet. Because <laughs> I'm a classy though. lady like that. Absolutely. Anyway. Hopefully I can send 800 fucking voicemails. <laughs> and, um, can't wait to hear the show. You're sweet, baby, baby, Thanks, baby, Laura. baby, baby sweetness. Thanks, Laura. <laughs> you know, she's, she likes to follow through. She does. She makes a commitment. Oh, I'm going to call back. She's, she does it. She's solid, people. All right. Yep. In DC, there are good people there. There's Contrary good people to in Washington D.C. For Christ's sakes, yeah, none of them are politicians, but exactly. Uh, but Lauren is there, so oh, she's sick solid. and stupid. But <laughs> Lauren, all right, here's the uh, the Wolfman, Kid Congo Powers. Mike. Wolfman's probably mad at me, actually. Mike, Mike, Mike. Oh yeah. Uh, you ask us not to get political, and then the next show you bring up the MPAA. That's oh, not quite as that's political. Cruel. <laughs> In case you haven't guessed by now, this here's the Wolfman. Oh, we love uh, you, buddy. Calling it's a buddy in again, damn it. A couple of comments about the last show. First off, I think that movie that Shane was going to reference was, uh, with Joan Crawford was Berserk. It was set in the circus yep. with the murders going really? on. Really? That was it. Not I've never seen it. Film. They tend to run it every year, sometimes even every few months, but they usually only catch it once a year or so. On uh, Turner Classics. Yeah. One of the cool. few things that I'll thank Ted Turner for in the history of mankind. <laughs> that and being on Family Guy. Um, as far as what they were talking about and with the MPAA and the ratings, 
I agree that we need to have ratings. I just find myself wondering a little bit about the appointed role of the MPAA in being the ministers of culture, so to speak. No, absolutely. Absolutely. You can have a guy and a girl laying in bed kissing pretty intensely, and it's PG-13. You have two women doing it, you'll get an R rating. You have two guys doing it, that's not going to be going into the uh, theatrical release, now is it? Nope. Absolutely. Because ladies are hotter. What? That's the sort of thing that I object to with how our rating system works. It is. I think there's a lot to object to. Every bit as arbitrary as the video nasties list was. It's just a matter. Uh, and sure, maybe it's not officially censored, but take a look at things like My Bloody Valentine, and you see how much uh, the ratings effectively censor a film because. Until we just recently got the unrated cut market going, a lot of times they'll just toss out the footage, and basically it's impossible Which to make an unrated cut. Which is very sad. From that point on. Even now that we have the unrated cuts, you know that half of the time it's just a... Basically all it ends up adding is two or three frames here or there. Yeah, but those are some, sometimes that's decent all frames. the studios care about because they'll be able to release it to the double dip. So you got to wonder if it's worth that unrated cut. I get it. Yeah, good point. And that's where my big problems come in. I thought it was going to get mad at me because I wasted them for the Serbian so movie. It doesn't get overly oh, political. On a fight. A <laughs> uh, couple other things I wanted to mention this week. What were they? Oh, yeah. Uh... <laughs> Zach and Shane ended up giving me this idea, if oh, that dear. makes any sense. When Zach was playing the themed Cannibal Holocaust, uh-huh. I had this horrible, wonderful, somewhere-in-there idea. Shane, you really helped give it to me, but somebody needs to put together lyrics to that theme song. <laughs> and the happy, cheerful stars. tune, and <laughs> singing about finding a girl in the jungle with a spear shoved up her butt her uh, intimate bits and see you shoved up her butt I hope it getting was whacked off of people and monkeys and turtle and sounds good to me and, that ought to be a nice entertaining <laughs> night at the uh concert hall i would think oh dude you get that beautiful guitar playing it's absolutely finally spear comes up because aside from going to the occasional convention i don't necessarily have that much that i do outside of watching the movies yeah i mean with the horror themes except for what i write and i tend to look at that along the same lines as what i uh watch but this is more with last week's and when a film goes too far. One thing that I thought I would bring up, though I dropped my defense of a Serbian film now that I found out a bit more about the marketing of it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'm glad I didn't get mad at me um, for that because I wasted them. I went into that on in the Facebook, face. so I'm not going to do it here. <laughs> Good. I will, however, <laughs> just point out that just because it seems to us as viewers of a film that they're just putting it there for shock value, I'm personally, I'm going to want to see a little bit more than that before I condemn a film on that basis. Because, fair enough. I mean, look at the reviews of something like The Thing, 
or moreover, Dead Girl end up getting some critics. Dead I mean, Girl again? Dead Girl goes too far with having teenagers basically raping a corpse. Zombie. There's a difference. And Stop. how Thanks. horrible it is, and that's just there to shock. It's got no redeeming values at all. And yet, we watch the movie, and yeah, it does have a message, and it has values, and that's more the type of thing I was trying to get at. Yeah. A Serbian film was just the most extreme example I could think of. I gotta pause it real quick for the Wolfman. Wolfman came up Dude, with... Dude, I am sick <laughs> I'm and tired sorry. of I'm you sorry. in the pause. I'm sorry, hold on. I gotta, I gotta say one thing, though. The Wolfman brought up one of the most compelling arguments... The, uh, wow, I almost kicked over the, the voicemail computer. But he brought up one of the most compelling arguments for a Serbian film actually having meaning and whatnot, where the whole time I've been like, no, it's just shock for shock's sake. He came up with a great thing, and then I just basically said, no, you lose. I, I just said, you know, end of story, oh, end of argument. I'm like, a real douche. You're doing that like pointy-fingered breakdance on the big refrigerator <laughs> cardboard. That's you right. said it like three times, like... Uh, I win. You'll lose. No, it's not about me you winning. Lose. It's about you losing. Uh, All right. Sorry, Wolfman. But you did bring up some good stuff. But anyways, Wolfman always has some great stuff to say. So um, I guess my point there is that we, you want to have more than just being offended by something to go off of. And let me pause it one more time. I never. My I know, God, I'm, dude! I'm, 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 I'm really, really starting. I, it's like my I wanted, God. You I wanted your to <laughs> listen to. What are you, Stevie? Goddamn wonder over there? Maybe, maybe. Um, listen though, I I'm not trying. I'm I'm not sitting. The guy here. didn't even say like three <laughs> words, and you went. I'm gonna pause. That's because I thought of something else. Right. I'm not with this question in the episode. I wasn't. I wasn't necessarily asking what should be censored. I'm just saying. What has gone too far? And I'm not saying, oh, right. oh, harumph, we should take that out. Blah, 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 blah. No. No, I'm just saying what has gone too far. And I'm totally against censorship, blah, blah, blah. You've there been, you yeah, you've been clean and clear with that. I want to make sure, sure that everyone now leave knows. leave your goddamn finger up. <laughs> even- All right. Whether or not you are going to say that a film's got its offensive content just to shock. And Shane, no, a Serbian film does not have hot women riding unicorns. Uh, <laughs> and even if it did, I'd probably be getting so. sodomized by the horn. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And Which is hot in its own way. This is the Wolfman, and I'll talk to you later. Awesome, man. Like I, I said, like I said, Wolfman's always got some uh, some great stuff to say. He's smart, some, dude. Well, he's always got some uh, some. You know, I don't know. I feel like sometimes I piss him off. You know, like on the Facebook yeah, group and whatever. But you, but whatever. But you call it on too, and you go, "You lose. You lose. I win. You lose." You lose. You're you're asking for a battle (laughs) that, you know, I'm going to go ahead and say this. Yeah, okay. In the end, the Wolfman, he's a very smart person. I'm not going to say he'll win you in the war of the wars. Okay. But I'm just saying, somewhere down the road, you're going to go, I, he, what you're saying saying is he's going to humble me one of these yeah. days. And that's what you're saying. Exactly. Okay. No, that's cool. Uh, let's see. Katrina called in. Are you serious? Yes. Hey, Shane. Hey, Mike. Hey. Your friendly neighborhood creeper, <laughs> Katrina. Katrina. First time caller, long time listener. Love that. I've really been enjoying the last few episodes, especially. Ghost is fucking phenomenal. Oh, dude. You know how and we of feel course, about the that. The stellar corpses. Dan is a beast on that base. Humping it, baby. But recently, you went from the 
angelic voice of Daniel from Resurrex. Uh-huh. Those irresistible Glenn Danzig texts. <laughs> and now you give me Lux Interior and Poison Ivy from the Cramps. You kind of killing me, man. <laughs> now all you need to do is have like a a, a Daniel Ash Love and Rocket show, and Ooh. at least I would die happy. I mean, that's not your thing, but still, uh, it's <laughs> my thing. Um, I'm actually planning on one day having the body and the. The hip oh, accessory to be Poison Ivy one Halloween Me hopefully too. sometime in the next <laughs> few years because oh, she is slamming. Agreed. Uh, um, Mike, if yeah. you are trying to get more acquainted with Psychobilly, try Spotifying the brains, which the brains? Uh, they're more Canadian than Ezrix, but Canadian, still sound dude. but it still sounds <laughs> just about um, the same, but faster and somewhat French. Okay, I'll check uh, it out. Anyway, I'm going to get going. I hope you guys are having a good time. Always. And if you need any help trying to get together this gathering thing, please let me know because I would love to help. Is Katrina from uh, here? All right. Uh, I'm she's go been to our and show. She's bumped on. into her. You've met her. What? Yeah, you've met Katrina probably a half dozen times. No. True that. Well, she's the beautiful looking kind of darker psychobilly-esque. Uh, I don't want to say I love those God. ladies. I by don't want to say God I love the psychobilly God, ladies. She though. is she Katrina is Halloween. No. Well, I You've met her, dude. The thing is is I typically remember everybody even at Burt's when everything's oh, going better. on and you know, I usually she's when I get to Burt's I get really I get really huggy and looking. stuff like that cuz that's what happens at Burt's. Sometimes Where, she and pops, it's kind of like cheers. It's kind of like cheers, you know. You walk in, I'm like, you "Afternoon go, everybody." You go, "My." Exactly. And then I'm like, then I, you know, then, then one thing going, leads no, to no, another no, and fact, I'm like, "Yeah, uh, Nami, uh I don't. I don't think I've met Katrina. If she's from here, I, yeah, I've never have. met her. I don't think I, I have. Guarantee you have. All right. Well, let's very put it this cute, way: very sensual. Well, I would very, remember that. That's what I'm saying. Take home Really? Very. Um. Yeah. Uh, she's bumped into you. She's talked to you before. No, she I hasn't. almost guarantee it. No, I almost guarantee. No. Almost guarantee. No. Next call. <laughs> well. Well. Here, I. I do want to mention one thing. Um, for July 13th, Katrina, we, if you're from here, which Shane yes. says you are, we need you. Did she go by another name? Am I being a dick? Katrina. Yeah, no, no, oh. she's Katrina. She's all over the place. Come, come to the 13th. It actually, Die Monster Show Die is playing that. on the 29th of June too. Yeah, at the dog pound. At the dog pound. So come there. We'll hang out. Cause we're, cause that's on a Friday. We're not doing a show that night on June 29th because I'm going to go see my main man, Shane Diabolique. Play but we will do one on July 13th. Yeah. Well, that, that's a whole, 13th. that's a whole ordeal, man. We're, we're going to, yeah. we're, that day is made for the corpse cast and die monster die. It's the shenanigans. No, come say hi. Katrina. Come, come say yeah, hi. You got to bump into this guy because you've seen her. You'll go, Oh. And I hope all, so. Ooh, well, the too. thing is, is she'll probably be like, "Oh, I meant that guy. He's no, huge and no, scary." She knows who you are. Whatever. She knows who you are, and <laughs> you know who she is. All she's right, pretty good. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So, Katrina, we expect you to be there, and I look forward to uh, realizing who you are. And I'm a dick, anyway. Uh, Stacy called. Stacy. Stacy. I sure hope this is actually Corpse Cat. This is us, Michael, oh. Seamus. Shame. This is, of course, oh, Daisy. I know you missed me trying to cry. We miss you very badly. Anyway, <laughs> I, um, you know, I had opinions. 
ergo I called him to share. Absolutely. You're welcome. Uh, in reference to the last question of the episode, uh, in terms of, of actual horror things that we've done, I have never gone, I haven't done a zombie walk. I, I haven't gone to the Rocky Horror Picture Show live. Sadly. Oh, I need to do that too. Nothing actually. like that. However, no, 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 since no. I have gone ghost hunting a few times, oh, cool. Um, we are to. the world's most half assed ghost hunters. I mean, <laughs> we have cameras. That's pretty much it. We don't have like, you know, EMF detectors or anything like that. It's more along the lines of we go someplace where there are supposed to be dead folks. Say, hey, are there any ghosts in here? And then take pictures. Do you drink However, a lot and get laid? To our, I don't know, credit, luck. Tell you I don't think there's best. any of that that goes on We've only managed with to do it hunting. twice, really? but we've had some measure of success each time. The first time, um ended up with a really creepy photo. It looks like Sadako or Samara from The Ring. Oh, really? Yeah, at the Whaley House in That's San Diego. And then Post it um, on Gordon's cast. Yeah, let's see it. Was, let's see it, baby. Uh, this whole thing with this cemetery in Old Town, it's written up in our blog if you want to read about it. Oh, corpse, uh, creepy kitch. Those have been fun and interesting and touching. And, uh, on corpse cast. And, you know, I think if you go into it with a modicum of respect for the those that have passed, you can it, it can be like a really interesting, rewarding experience. I think, however, if you're a douchebag when you do it, you deserve anything you get. I'm a douchebag. Um, oh, re- regarding yeah. covers, since I didn't know the last one. I don't know that I have like a favorite cover. I remember oh, going the, uh, to Seven Eleven in like 1985, and you know, because <laughs> I had to shoplift those three cent Jolly Ranchers, <laughs> and they had put in a little movie section, and it was almost entirely horror movies. And we would nice. go and we would stare at the, the the box covers. I was about seven or eight, and just be like hypnotized by just some of these lurid. I'm gonna pause it again. I know. I know. Shut up. Stop it, please. Stop. I'm it. not gonna. I'm say sorry, anything, honey, that I said shut up. Okay, but sorry. But sorry. Damn it. No, no. But let me let me tell you something. It makes me a little bit sad because Stacy. I mean, I don't know exactly how old she is, but she says she was seven or eight in '85 when she's going to check this stuff out and stuff. Those were the days, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, that's and oh, I mean were, that 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 Jolly Rogers were easy to steal well, because sure. they were right there on the bottom Plus, shelf. You could be looking at the higher. Plus, I don't think anybody gave a shit bars. if you stole the Jolly yeah, Ranchers, all right? Fill but, your pockets. But all I'm that. saying is, kid, kids of today, okay? Yeah. You know, man, they lose, they I just, out. I wish. Listen, I'm sure there are awesome things that we didn't have when we were kids. Now, but man, I. Some of kids those from the pit, so, they say the same damn thing. Yeah, you're though. probably right. I'm a, oh, I'm, man, getting, you, I'm an old man. I'm an old man. I get it. But man, those were the days. VHS yeah. covers walking through, walking to any gas station in all of Utah and seeing tons of horror movies. Oh, those yeah. were the days. Yeah, it covers. And for some reason, there, there are two that I remember the most. One of them, I can't remember the name of the movie, unfortunately. It was a Vincent Price movie. I know that. And it's this woman, like in like a cocktail gown and pearls, I think, being pushed backwards into this boiling pot of water. <laughs> oh, wow. you know, it's drawn, of course. And it's like it's like from everywhere where she's in the water, she's become a skeleton. So like her head and her shoulder, and I think part of her chest has become a skeleton. Nice. And the rest of her sticking out of the pot is like flailing and kicking. I and can't even think of it. Human meat, I guess. And then the other one that I always fucking remembered was Chopping Mall. Oh, yeah, dude. That had the cover Robots. where it had the, the weird spiky, I guess it was supposed to be a robot hand, holding the bag with the screaming face and the parts, like, hanging out of the bag. And <laughs> I don't remember that. that. One good one. I, I can picture it. the shit out of me. And then later, when I finally fucking saw Chopping Mall, it's like, 
Yeah. <laughs> you, you could get away with claiming that that was an action movie. Oh, yeah. To be perfectly honest, quote-unquote horror that was in it. Although sure. watching Barbara Crampton's head explode was pretty fucking sweet. Oh, sure. Uh, in terms of getting burned by a horror movie cover, that award goes to fucking Sleepwalk. Circa 1994, my friends and I were in high school. Was it the one where the yeah. dude made out with his mom? We're gonna we're gonna stay up all night. We're gonna watch terrible yeah. horror movies, or, or we're gonna watch horror movies, and we're gonna scare ourselves and eat junk food and you know be teenage girls. And sounds like fun. We rented Sleepwalkers because the cover looked totally badass, and that was the only thing in that movie that was badass. I might add. <laughs> kidding. Somebody gets stabbed to death with a goddamn corn cob. A oh. corn cob. <laughs> Not the same sleepwalkers. A corn. I think that was the one where the they were cat really, people. Oh, and then she cut. No, no, she's not talking. You should about eat that your one. vegetables. Which Interesting. I, I just wanted to drown her in the toilet after that. But the the, the irritating part is that you know like silverware and shit in the house. So it's like you know you could have like stabbed the cop to death with a butter knife, which would have been more fucking believable than a <laughs> corn cob. Maybe she is. I don't. I don't remember. It's been what a long, long time. Doubly frustrating is Does that the mom stabbed the cop. My friend and I were trying to watch it. The VCR was ancient. Like it wasn't quite a top loader, but I think it was like the first like front loader model that they came out with. Old school. We had baby. To clean the heads, and they had one of the old fashioned head cleaners that took top like two loader. hours. Front loader. So we're like chomping at the bit. <laughs> oh, we'll never get to watch our movie, and then finally we do, and it was. Sleepwalkers. Yeah, that was fucking worth. I think she is talking about the same movie. I don't remember that much. Very. I remember as a kid making out with his mom. Uh, On the movie Sleep or uh, Funhouse, I have actually read the book, the Dean Koontz novelization, and it's it's pretty good. Uh, It was written way the hell back before anybody knew who the hell Dean Koontz was. But he wrote it under a pseudonym, Owen something or other, I remember. And uh, Owen Kuntz. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was like a sophomore in high school when I read it. And there was this one t- teeny tiny, super mild hint at, I, I guess, sort of flirtation with lesbianism. And that was Ooh. the first time I had read a book Hot. with any kind of, I guess you would call, <laughs> you know, I, uh, I I don't even know how to word this without sounding like a total douchebag. Let's just say that I was not at, at, at the point in my life where homosexuality was anything that I was familiar with. So it was quite titillating. Nice. 15-year-old uh, me. It's a pretty good book, though, from what I remember. There is a lot more backstory. It's a little different from the movie. So Jake like, I, I got to check it out, the I Jiffy think. The Hooker that you were talking about, I think she's actually the monster's mother. Oh, yeah. Book, if I'm remembering correctly. Ew. Uh, however, he might still have sex with her after he killed her. Ew. Don't quote me on that, though. Double anyway, um, I like Dean Coons personally. A lot of people We're don't, hot. and they can fuck off. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I don't have anything particularly exciting to say, other than when you're painting your nails with OPIs, um, Susie says feng shui, you're going to need leave coats, because otherwise it looks streaky as hell, and then you look <laughs> trashy, and if you're going to look trashy, at least do it on purpose, for fuck's sake. Right. Uh, yeah, I get that I a lot. Happen. Anyway, talk to you bitches later. Bye. Oh, Sorry, thanks, Stacy. Why we love it when Stacy calls in, man? <laughs> dude, to end that call with, if you got to paint your nails and look trashy, and do it on the cramps coming up. Ooh, perfect. Nice. Uh, sweet. Uh, let's see. Alan called. Uh, Alan called. We're coming to the end here. Alan called in. Here we go. Alan. Mike Shane, how's it going? This is Alan. Good. Uh, I yeah, love I was Alan. done last week when I got interrupted or whatever. So anyway, the question of the episode. Uh, what other horror 
stuff besides movies and music. Uh, well, you're gonna have a like a tattoo show or something. They have those here. And then show Absolutely. off their horror-related tattoos. Licensed product, licensed stuff, non-licensed. You know, vote on that. Have some local artists come in and show their work and stuff. Um, I think that'd be cool. Like, uh, let's see, what else could you do? You could uh, have like a horror game night. There's a, uh, you know, there's tabletop horror games. Really, video like games. the Cthulhu uh, and stuff. Yeah, that might be kind of cool. fun. Uh, you know, there's also you do like. Uh, I know you said there's. I like was thinking more outsiders like and stuff. Horror game night where we go fight in the park. Uh, <laughs> don't know what the city there's like, Salt Lake or wherever y'all are at. That's uh, where we're at, baby. Get together and do like a haunted history tour, maybe. Oh, and there's plenty and, of it uh, here too. That should be we'll awesome. Start like a horror book club or something, and that's all you know horror related, and don't have anything to do with movies or music. Uh, that's, that's some ideas. Uh, that's awesome. all I got. You know, have a good one. Bye, Alan. Alan, the I man, Alan. the man. Colin I love in. Alan. He's always that, just like, you know that's man, some he, good stuff. He's man. in and out. He's like a he's like a ninja. He just like, boom, you don't even know he's there. Then all of a sudden he's he's dropped it. He's it's wasted like, you and he's boom, gone, baby. And Zao, I'm out. Nice. There you go. Uh, yeah. So Gracie's poppy actually did call back in. Oh. Let's hope he's out of the doghouse. Okay. Hey guys, Gracie's poppy. Uh, no longer in the doghouse. Nice. My uh, advice worked better than I was before. <laughs> um, I wanted. To, I forgot last time. I wanted to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, when Shane brought up Zero's song uh, lyrics. Lyrics. Yep. He comes yep. up with some fun crap, man. Um, Guns and booze. Charles Manson. So damn so handsome. So handsome. Yep. It's just fun. But he also has some really. I'm. I won't say deep, but personal. Just. I, Right. Let me like the other day. I, I listen to I listen to DMD a lot when I'm at work, and every now and then I'll just jump on Facebook and I'll just put in like a song title or part of the lyrics or part of the chorus. Like the other day, I had um, uh, Black Death sheds its skin. One of my I favorites. Man reborn. Yeah. I have no inner light. I'm called black inside. Although, you know, of course, scream that part. Um, of course, that's when we throw up the so horns. Cool. Just I love it. Uh, but I put on Facebook. You know, Shane sings along with me sometimes. Um, <laughs> but my sister also sees it, and she's afraid that I'm getting too damn dark. Which, oh. you know, hell, you know me for 42 years. What what, what do you expect? But um, <laughs> I just have to remind her and everybody else that don't know where I'm coming from. I'm just singing a love song. Yeah. And that's exactly, exactly what it is. But yep. I love Zero that's Songs. Awesome. It, D&D gets me through the day at work so much. You know oh, what? Man, um, that makes me feel I so I guess that's all I, I want to say. It just... Really cool shit, and you know, right now I'm happier than I should be because you know, no longer in a doghouse. But <laughs> I will talk to you guys later. Take care. I'm serious, dude. When I say this, I mean it. I Out of the doghouse is the best oh, place yeah. to be. I listen to Die Monster Die seriously at work at least once a day. Dude, I, that, I just want to tell you that. And and listen, I know we're I know we're good we're good friends, of course, and, of course, and whatever. Of and course. I don't need whatever. And but but the thing is, it's great stuff, man. And yeah. it, it, I'm not doing I'm not listening to it just because you're my friend. I'm listening to it because I enjoy it. It's but great I mean, stuff. the the beautiful thing about making music like that mm-hmm. is guys like JP where the, JP G, J. It's it's late. It's getting it's like JFMPA. <laughs> I, I got all that <laughs> shit on my brain. Oh sure, GP, dude. 
That's what it's about right there. Uh-huh. It's not about a trillion goddamn record sales. It's right. not about Although that would be nice. A, that would be wonderful. I'd love that. <laughs> but it's about the people that go, I listen to it and I read the lyrics or, you know, I mean, those lyrics aren't online. He's had to listen and right. listen and listen yep. to go, ah, I get what I've he's saying. I've had to have Zero tell me what, what he's saying because I didn't understand. And that understand. takes a long time. Yes. Zero, zero's, zero's a slow not a quick back dude. Yeah, no. he's not a quick dude by any means. So uh, that zero. is that is the awesomest thing. Well, and I mean. let be I love you. I see him. He'll post couple of lines that are totally obscure right that no one would so you know he's get, listening but he got it and i i'm i'm, I'm hitting the like button on I'll, I'll never forget the time that i was like um oh what was it the inside of, wait wait in the swamp there dwells a dead thing yeah. and i was like blah 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 rock and roll and she was like you dipshit he yeah. told me what it was and i'm like see that's <laughs> when you can get him on the facebook he might be there and yeah. go oh yeah i'll fix that yeah uh, here's Thank the lines you. and i know it is now of course i don't know what it is like some somebody that's in russia that goes could you get me the tablature no, 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 he's to like, the guitar and the vocal tablature and i send that what to him and uh He's like, oh, I forgot about that. Sorry. <laughs> no, GP's the man. Uh, we got one last voicemail. Here is Johnny Krug. The Krug. Hey, Mike and Shane. Johnny Krug Ooh, here. sounding good. Just calling to answer the question of the episode on which horror-themed things my friends and I do for fun. Well, I would have to say some of the things we do include... Oh, you oh! Rick Roll, you dude! Oh! Oh! Roll! <laughs> As soon as I heard that, dude, I went, oh. Oh, dude. I was like, wait, Johnny don't do anything. What? Oh, the Rick Roll is always solid, dude. Dude. <laughs> That's it, too. That's all he oh. had to say, man. Oh, oh, he left dude. it hanging, dude. That's great. I'll tell you what. I genuinely did. I did. We talk about this last episode. I genuinely got Rick rolled when when there was a Danzig thing. Danzig yeah. actually like. Well, that's Jesus. what we were talking about with the uh, Rick roll, and I said, "What's a Rick roll?" <laughs> and then I started Rick roll on everyone. That is too and funny. Then the crew. Oh, the crew Rick rolled you, dude. Uh, I, I, I think was like, we just Rick rolled you, dude. I, I knew it was coming, dude. Really. I swear, I was going. Yeah, I want to hear what he does. <laughs> I mean, what does he do? He's, uh, besides uh, watching horror movies and conventions and whatnot, I'm got, like, oh, uh, yeah, I want to see what he does. And, and then all of a sudden, kapow. Oh, that's the beauty of the Rickroll. Oh, Johnny. Johnny Krug. Oh, we love you, man. Jig actually emailed me going, I was thinking about uh, Rickrolling you guys on there, and I was like, oh, you should have, dude. Oh, that's so funny. And then <laughs> Johnny Krug came through. Oh, that's so great. Oh, okay. Well, okay. So we got through our voicemails. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to go That's ahead a good and... goddamn talent, too, though. Oh, oh, well, dude, don't get me wrong, but I'll tell you what. The first time I ever saw Rick Astley, I was- You saw him in concert? Or... No, no, no. Oh. Like, on a video on, like, Nick Rocks on Nickelodeon or whatever, oh. I was amazed that he was just this tiny little white guy because, you know, whatever. Yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and play one minute of The Cramps and uh, give these fine people a break and uh, take one ourselves, then we'll be back to talk about uh, bad music for bad people. Sounds good. Yeah. 
website you know what what you can't really get anything from there you're going to see some publicity photos of lux interior and poison ivy and a brief summary of the band but i would say go to wikipedia okay and you can find every album everything that you need to know about the cramps from there can i can i make a confession before we go on okay now i think my and this is shameful for me to say but i think the first kind of exposure that I had to the cramps was, I think it was a Rue Morgue uh, magazine. Uh, that, I think it was Rue Morgue, but it had Lux Interior, is that his name? Yeah. On the front, 
right when he died. I think it was 2009. Right. And I had never really been into because, you know, me and my metalhead ways and whatnot. I'd never really been into the crabs, so that's the first I ever heard of them. I don't think it was 2009. I think it was more like 2002. Oh, well, 2009, it was fairly recent when I saw, I don't, I don't know if he died, when he died, but what I'm saying is that's probably the first I ever heard of the cramps. Yeah. Not heard of, but actually really kind of listened to him and got into it. Yeah, he, he was a sweet being, dude. Well, he, he definitely was. We're talking about bad music for bad people. There's 11 tracks on this album. It's 31 minutes, 17 seconds long from 1984. What else was going on in 1984? Um, Go ahead and jump. Yeah, I was going to say, Van, that's the first thing that came Your to buddy. mind. Van Halen, Diamond Dave, baby. Diamond Dave. That's yeah. who, the thing is, that's who I was into in 1984. Yeah. So, well, I, I mean, dude, this thing goes on. Dude. I was See, I'm I was eight years song. old. I was eight years old in 1984. Go ahead and jump. So I wasn't jump. that old. Stop. So you can't blame me, people. Members of the band, Bryant, for this particular album. Anyways, okay. Because okay. you know how that kind of shit Seemed goes. like there was a kind of a revolving door of members. It always is with bands. Okay. You can never have a good, solid set of goddamn people. You For a you long, can't. long time, right? Okay. You can't. Even, okay, sweet. Brian Gregory, guitar. Uh, Lauren's best friend, her new BFF, maybe <laughs> Facebook pal, Kid Congo Powers on guitar, Nick Knox on the drums, Poison Ivy on guitar. Which she is not ugly. Lux Interior, the main man himself sure. on I'm vocals. No garbage man. This is surf, garbage punk, psycho rock and roll. Hey, man, we've got guitars, we've got the drums, we've got the bass, we've got sure. the garage. Let's make music. Now, tonight we're talking done did. We're talking about bad music for bad people, but you sent me, in error, first, the um, the Songs of the Lord Taunest album. Now, Song can I can I explain that? Sure, because please. When, please I, when I was going The Cramps, <clears throat> I was thinking the album cover with the yellow guy. Bad music. For bad people. Okay. Uh -huh. Because, dude, that is, that is, we want to talk icon. That is an iconic image. Oh, yeah. It's oh, like yeah, that yeah. zombie shot with the pompadour. Right. You know, <laughs> that is on t shirts. I've seen from that forever. Here to yeah. Kalamazoo. Uh huh. And when I sent you that album, I was like, wait a minute. This isn't exactly what I, I mean. There's a lot of the same stuff. They right. love to do compilations and, uh -huh. and best ofs and, and, and stuff like mm -hmm. that. But, this was the album that I was raped by. <laughs> this is the album where I went, who's that? The Cramps? What? Well, they're all right. Bad music for bad people. Um, Man, they're from New York City, or, well, they were based out of New York City. Okay. Um, The album cover is total legendary. Oh, yeah, dude. I've seen that. I want that on a T-shirt. Well, it's the one time in my life that I would it. actually wear a yellow T-shirt <laughs> is if I could get that yellow shirt right. with that big-ass zombie skull pompadour right. face on uh -huh. it. That's got to be Lex. <laughs> sure, dude. All right. Um, <laughs> all right. Here, there, there's a little bit of trouble behind this album. Okay. 
All right, this is kind of a best of, and and the Cramps did a lot of that kind of stuff because the, the there was a lot of the tune. Well, some of the tunes on this were also on "Songs the Lord Taught Us." Was that, right. was that what it's called? "Songs the Lord Taught Us." Yeah. Okay. I mean, they did a lot of those. They put some albums out, and then they would... I mean, their first one was Gravest Hits, and it was just like a three-song EP. But they, you know, they would put other versions of the songs or, you know, whatever. But this particular album, fans have a problem with. Oh, really? See, I don't have a problem with it, only because this is when I grasped (laughs) on to the cramps. Okay. But this is the album where they kind of left their label... IRS. Okay, well, what do people have a problem with that for? Well, because this is kind of the watered down version. Is that I true? Mean, this is this is a cash grab for for uh, IRS records. Okay, well, apparently, is it because of all the like the same kind of t- same tunes and stuff like that? Pretty much. Okay. All right. uh, the fans and and I would totally agree with this. Off the bone is the album to nab up. That's okay. got all these songs. It's got my favorite favorite all-time cramp song the crusher okay but (laughs) you know this was but this is where i came in man it's 1987 i was going what the hell look at that album cover on that little cassette tape and i was like what the hell (laughs) this little thing going on on yeah sure you know um man let's talk about uh let's talk about Lux Interior. Okay. Poison Ivy mm-hmm. meeting 1972. That's old school. In California. Lux Interior picks her up. She was, dude, hitchhiking. What? Well, that's especially um, poignant. Isn't that episode. poignant? How about that? Yeah, I'm reading up on that. And they met up. And from there, it was love at first sight. Uh-huh. Which is not hard to believe. And uh, they went on for years and years and years, almost 30 years. Now, let me ask you. Now, those two, they ended up getting married and having this whole deal. Am I right? Yes. Okay. You are right. And let me. And those two were also kind of the main nucleus of the band throughout the years. Am I right again? You are right. Because it seems like, I mean, you go to the Wikipedia page and whatnot, and you see a guy, I mean... You you look down the list of of uh, former members and whatnot. I mean, the list is huge, you know, for a band, you know, who's 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 gone through this many kind of iterations of of lineups and whatnot. But it was always those two, and it's it's really cool that they were married and that you know they were you know doing the, the cool whole thing. thing about these okay. guys. Okay, I mean, it's almost like a sweetheart story because they have been together for years and years man uh-huh. and she plays guitar and she's beautiful dude oh yeah if you yeah. look back at those pictures of i her, looked at a lot of pictures of her she could you imagine her in 1972 on the highway and lux interior I goes, her up. yeah son, i won't get to inside of your panties dude i'm telling you well, and and she also um, posed for some of their their uh, album uh, an album cover. I know one album cover, but she did a lot of like promotional posters, pictures, stuff like that, where she was looking not she was looking pretty solid, is what I'm saying. She probably, I mean, she takes care of herself. <laughs> she is probably still pretty good looking now. You know what? They've come through Salt Lake City a couple of times. I never got a chance oh, really? to see okay. them live. And then, like, when he passed away, it was like, man. But I was thinking to myself today, when I'm listening to this album, I'm thinking, you know, when you listen to this album or any cramps, you have to 
back up. You got to, you know, don't use your 2012 brain. Right. Okay. Use your 1970s brain. Okay. And think about this band in New York City with the Ramones, mm -hmm. Blondie, Talking Heads, um, all of these bands making it happen. I mean, this is punk rock mm -hmm. happening right before your eyes. <clears throat> you know, and could you imagine being there? No, well, well, here's the thing. I, it's hard for me to imagine because like I said, I mean, I was a metalhead growing up and getting into punk and some of the psycho and stuff like that a little later on in life where I am now. However, after listening to this and then the album, uh, the other album you sent me, um, you can totally tell that how often, not that it was necessarily ripped off, but you, you can tell how much of an influence the cramps have been on music throughout, you know, Absolutely. throughout the years. Yes. And, and I mean, I think that was the biggest thing for me because I mean, as I'm, as I'm listening to this, it's like, okay, so here's, here's Lux Interior with his, you know, is, I mean, obviously very unique voice and unique delivery of his vocals and whatnot. Right. And it's like, okay, so, so he's who started this stuff because it's, you hear yes. that in, Tons of other stuff, um, you know, throughout the years that I, that, that I heard actually before I heard this and you look, you know, you line up the years, you look up when this came out and whatnot and you're just like, Oh wow. Okay. So this Dude, is where I, I got out. online just trying to hunt down a list uh -huh. cause I was really hoping to find a list cause I've heard so many bands. I mean, including like Radiohead. Sure. They go, Oh, the cramps. That they was a huge, I couldn't find any one website that just listed like quote for quote bands, but it's like, it is, Apparent, dude. Rob Zombie and horror movies. Let me. And, I, I mean, there's so many people the first that thing, take advantage of and love the cramps. The first thing that came to my mind as I'm listening to this album, the first person who came to my mind, and I don't know exactly where it fits in in, in the timeline or whatever, but is David Bowie. Yeah, I mean, there was to to me a lot. Some of these songs could have been Bowie singing it. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I mean, they're both kind of the skinny, sinewy type dudes, you know, and, you and got whatever. This big, tall, lanky pompadour known for swallowing the, like just, you know, shoving the microphone in his mouth. Uh, he's wearing a thong. And right. He's laying there on the stage. He's kind of just, looking, looking like Iggy Pop's body yeah, type of it's thing. It's like know? pure rock and roll before people really had a handle of what that was and you know what's funny too is that is i was is is you know i'm looking forward to this episode and whatnot i'm looking oh okay we're getting to check out some cramps i'm surprised at how how do i put this i don't mean this in a negative way but how non-poppy this was you know because here you have this guy who's you know you have this band who's this you know this punk rock band but they're not making music that's really, really easy to listen to and accessible. Sure, you have like the like the the music and you have their vibe going, which I think is their their strongest point. But this album, you know, and the other album I listened to was it took a few listens to to really wrap listen, my like, head around the uh, songs that lo the Lord taught us. Did you listen to those outtakes, like those last couple of yeah, absolutely tunes where where you know someone walks in the studio and he's like, hey. What the fuck are you doing? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I'm paying uh -huh. 80 bucks an hour. You don't fuck up the Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that. I thought that was all staged and whatnot. Oh, dude, and that's, I mean, these well, guys. That's punk the, rock, the, man. The beauty of this band is it's completely raw. Oh, dude, it's absolutely. It's them going, 
But, hey, but let's talk. We about, don't even know what the hell we're doing. Let's talk about their sound, though, man. I mean, th- their sound. You know, the way they tune their guitar. I'm mean, not tuned, but the way they, you know, the, the the way their guitar sound is almost iconic. It's like I've heard this over and over and over. Um, you know that 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 kind of the sound almost like it reminds me of a lot of like uh, what I would expect on the horror host intro or something like yeah. that. You know, I mean, or like a some kind of really creepy horror type thing. But the thing is, they weren't necessarily. I mean, they were into the science fiction crazy horror stuff yeah. too. But a lot of it, a lot of their, you know, a lot of their songs weren't really, you know, all about horror movies or anything like that. But that sound is so iconic. And With a that's, lot of horror. No, well, well, sure. But what I'm saying is, is not only did they sing about horror, but that sound kind of became horror. Is, that's it, beautiful. Is my point. Yeah, that, that's that's because I couldn't tell you right offhand a horror movie that I've actually heard the cramps in. Right. But I can think of a thousand movies where I think. I have heard the cramps in. Well, know, and you know what's funny sound. too is you hear that song and you can, in, in your mind, well, in my mind, I conjure up these, these situations that happen often in horror movies. It's like, oh, this is the soundtrack to this scenario or this is the soundtrack to this scenario or whatever. And I mean, you got songs like Garbage Man, which, you know, who knows exactly what he was thinking when he made that. But I'll tell you what, I mean, that whole guitar and the whole like, the way he just kind of bellowed his, you know, his vocals and stuff like that. It's like I see that in this this whole sci-fi B movie type deal, and it, it fits perfectly. And when I listen to this album, I just I mean, like I'm driving around today, I'm listening to this album, and uh-huh. I'm just wishing or thinking, could you imagine me and you at our our little shithole, uh-huh. you know, Bird's Tiki Lounge? Love it, 1978. <laughs> and we're and the cramps are right there That'd on have been stage. Great. That'd have been I mean, awesome. in their in their heyday, hey yep, just going for it, dude. I, I would love just it. like hair on my neck. I mean, these guys are, you know, they're it's garage rock and roll. It's everything like quote from the cramps. Everything reprehensible about rock and roll. <laughs> and Poison Ivy and Lux Interior had like this ginormous collection of vinyl really? and tapes and everything they loved country and everything um you know i got this quote where it's you know they considered it psychobilly before the word psychobilly mm-hmm. was like you know oh yeah, yeah. norm yeah kind of crazy and surf rock even in some they were some totally inspired to get this band together by johnny cash's one piece at a time really so there you go. I mean, that's the whole country. And it's bluesy. You've got Lux Interior. He's from Akron, Ohio. Oh, really? He heads out to the West Coast. To make it big. He runs across Poison Ivy hitchhiking. Mm-hmm. They start up a band in like 1973, yeah. the year I was born. What? Head back to Ohio. Oh, really? And then head to New York Around 1975-ish, 76. Which seems so fitting because the dirty, the grungy, the the slimy clubs and stuff like that that you always that I always picture when I picture like um you know punk rock in New York in that you know of the, in yeah, that era and stuff. Like I that. think Taxi Driver. Oh, I think exactly, just dude. Filth and farth and Ramones and just Absolutely. just nasty and porn theaters and <laughs> not Disney displays or whatever. But exactly. Dude. 
being right there in the mix and doing something like the cramps did. And yeah, the album was, you know, it was, it was a cash grab for IRS. Well, and I would definitely, and, and, and here's a point that you made to me, or I made to you when I, when I texted you and I said, Hey man, you know, it's, uh, oop. it's not the album that I wanted to do. Right. And you said, not on Spotify. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good thing. Oh, really? I think this album is not. Well, on Spotify that, for funny. a very good reason. That's funny because you see the album cover, and that's that. I mean, I've seen that, you know, for years. That image in my head, I've seen. Yeah, that. you know, it's it. out there. Absolutely. Yeah, let me let me tell you kind of how I felt about this album. The first the first couple of times I listened to this and uh, songs the Lord taught us, I'm like, okay, well, the, the, this band kind of seems to be more of a background vibey, you know, vibe heavy sure. type of deal. And yeah. that, it was just kind of like, okay, well, you know, and I almost relegated it to that, you know, because the songs aren't poppy. They're not accessible. You know, they're yeah. not like, oh, first, you know, uh, Boulevard of Broken Dreams where it's like, you know, so right. poppy and singy and whatever. But after listen in, uh, after listening to it, you know, two or three times, I'm like, I see what these guys are. I misunderstood what they were doing and I'm starting to, I'm starting to understand kind of where they're not necessarily where they're coming from, but I'm starting to understand kind of their vibe and uh, they're not about that stuff. Yeah. And, and so, you know, I, I probably listened to this, this album, you know, what was it? Tuesday or Wednesday you told me about, and now it's Friday. So I've only listened, you know, but I've, I've been listening to this constantly since then. And it's like, this is something that it, it, it's actually hard. It, it's kind of weird because I don't mean, I don't know. I don't know what the singles, quote unquote, the singles were for this album or right. whatever, but this album as a whole, you know, first of all, it's only 30 minutes long or whatever. So, you know, you can listen to it 500 times in a day, but this, this album as a whole is, is kind of like a, an experience type. I, I don't know. I, I hope I'm not sounding like too airy and too, no, like, no, whatever. No, no. But what I'm saying is, is that you, you, you kind of understand. That, that, that what they're kind of about and it's like you listen to this and you're like i you know and you're doing stuff. something that is not done i mean these guys are in new york city with the ramones uh-huh. and everything and else and they're going i mean they're doing and it makes you think thing. about that yeah okay you know and like I said, I mean, I don't know exactly what was going on at that time, but as I started I listening, I wish I was there. I mean, I don't <laughs> want to live back then because I love technology. I love sure. where I'm at now. Sure. Okay, Michael. Sure. But <laughs> to be back there, to be a fly on the wall with the Ramones, absolutely, and, and all of no that doubt. shit with going no doubt. on would be insane. And the thing is, is the more you listen to it, the more you realize that that's what it's about. It's not. I mean, sure, it's about the music, but it's also about. The time period. It's about, you know, what was going on. It's about these, the cramps coming out of their garage, putting this stuff out with this new, I don't know if it was new exactly, but with this vibe that I've, I've never really heard it, it it's rost form, which was this. Exactly. That's what I, what was your, what was your favorite tense? Goo goo muck. I love the goo goo muck. But, I look, but like I said, I mean, I it, it was hard for me to pick out a couple of songs because they were all just about the vibe and about the feeling yeah. of the album and not necessarily, oh, the, you know, they put out this out, this song as a single, whatever. Goo Goo Muck stood out because it was fun. Yeah. You know, and you know, so were the other ones. Garbage Man was fun. I mean, uh, I, I have a list. I mean, God, New Kind of Kick. New Kind of Kick. Oh, it was so, Human Fly. Even the dr- it, they they were all really good in their own right. But I think taken and consumed as a whole, as as the whole album is is what really 
I would say this. this to anyone that listens to this podcast and okay. knows the cramps. Huh, what is that about? I would say go to YouTube uh-huh. and find every bit of live the cramps. Because I haven't find. done that yet. I need to do that. Because apparently. you will be mind-boggled at just how <laughs> insane. It's like the doors meets, you know, insanity. You know, it, mm-hmm. it was about, that's what the cramps were, was a live rock and roll band and right I do, in front of your eyes. I feel like I'm sounding a little bit too like, oh, this blew my mind and this was, you know, whatever. But this this really was the first time that I've sat down and paid attention to the cramps. Right. And it's like, as, as I'm listening to this, it really kind of transformed into something where I felt like I started to get it. And this you know, album right here, I picked that because this is my first go at the cramps where sure. i went whoa this is what i know right yeah i know the other albums um you know but this was my oh, it's your baby man. and then as i went back and researched and went whoa that this is this is the cash grab oh, after okay. they left irs uh-huh. i i said you know off the bone that's why i say this album it's not on spotify you're mm-hmm. not going to find it there and don't but what is on Spotify is off the bone, and that is a fantastic. What's on What's on Spotify? What's uh, I mean, well, was uh, Songs the Lord taught us? I think was on there. Yeah. Is that right? Okay. All of them except that album. Oh, really? So it almost kind of made me go, "Hell yeah!" When <laughs> I when I was reading up and I said, "Oh, this was kind of you know the fans are, yeah, this is what I knew, right? You know." But when I was reading up and I'm like, "Oh man." Mm-hmm. This is like the No No album, but this is where I. This is where I. This is. Would you say this is the Creed Human Clay of uh, I cramps have albums? No idea what you just said. You're talking Chinese now. With arms wide open. Okay, but you know, Off the Bone is on Spotify, and cool. you can hear all these kick-ass songs, and you can hear my personal favorite song, The Crusher. I'm going to check that I, out. Love that song. <laughs> I'm going to check that out, definitely. That is my all-time favorite Cramps song, awesome, The man. Crusher. Um, I'm saying do not give this a buy. I don't even think you can find it. Oh, really? I'm saying give a buy to Off the Bone. Okay. All right. Buy that. I would buy this album though. That that's yeah. kind of my that's kind of my rating for it. The thing the the Cramps though, I think are going to become some somewhat of a of uh kind of a vibe setter you know when you know yeah it work when i'm when i'm when i'm working you know looking at the computer screen whatever you know throw this on in the back it's it 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 sets that vibe and i love it it's good stuff what'd you think about that song love me i love it's funny because a lot of these like type of uh it's almost like really kind of dark, bluesy, rock yeah. and roll yeah. type stuff, you know. It's just it, it, it. Part of me thinks it's hilarious. All it's torn like, up, dude. Uh, yeah, that one. I have to admit, that one kind of annoyed me at the beginning. But I'm like, okay, you know, we'll we'll live dude, with this. He one. was the master at that breathe in, breathe out vocal thing. He would do that. <laughs> And dude, you got like I said, go to YouTube, check out some video because Lux would jam the microphone into his mouth, fall on the ground, and be doing that in breathing, out breathing, singing with mm-hmm. this microphone jammed in his mouth all the way in. It's like, dude, it was just like, could you imagine being in Bert's Tiki Lounge or somewhere and see that right in front of your eyes? I would love, I would love to see him at Bert's, but it's too late. It's too late now. But 
All right. Goddamn right. That's all I got to say. Same here. Good album. Buy it. I. That's my thing. Buy it if you can find it, I guess. Buy I didn't it. know it was a big deal. Buy it. I would say do not give IRS. I don't even think they're around anymore. They had like nuclear assault and a lot of great bands on IRS hmm. records, but I would say find off the bone. It's another compilation. I'm gonna check that out and buy, buy, buy. Okay, sweet action, man. That's right. Is that all you got? That's it. Well, that was great. So let's do this. <laughs> we got one more thing. We're gonna be talking about uh, hitchhike. So uh, we're gonna go ahead and play a trailer and be right back to chat about sweet. it. Sweet. You're a good lay, like Colin said. A great lay. But my God, you don't think you're worth two million dollars, hmm? It's dirty money. Give it back. That's enough. easy, Martini. If I want her, I'll take her. And there's not a goddamn thing you can do about it. Keep driving. We don't need company. Hey, what if those bills are marked? You're getting used to it, eh? Yeah? Doesn't it disgust you anymore? I never said it disgusted me. I said it frightened me. Shut up! <laughs> We send you back the first police car we meet, okay? No, come on, get in. We're heading for the highway going south. What's up, officer? Just routine. I'm an Italian journalist. My name is Mancini. Are you looking for someone? Let him pass. There's no room. We'll end up in the canyon. Okay, Martini. Or whatever the hell you said your name was. The honeymoon's over. Well, what can I do against the one with the gun who was driving a white Pontiac? Good for you, Joker. I'm one of them. So now you know. You could have got us all killed. So what? When we've reached the Mexican border, when he doesn't need us anymore, he's gonna kill us anyway. Right, Connitz? Well, don't just stand there. Help him! You're mad, Connitz. You're sick. I feel sorry for you. You're all damn fags. You speak for your husband. Oh, no. You're included, too. What do you think you are? God's gift to us? You just use my body. Right, Walter? And you make love with that gun. Don't you? I bet every time you shoot, you feel more virile, more manly. <laughs> now I'll show you, reporter. I'm gonna give you a front row seat because I've got some unfinished business to take care of. And it's showtime. <laughs> everybody we are back oh yeah and uh, we're gonna be talking about hitchhike aka death drive aka the naked prey aka the fury and the violence sure dude from 1977 yeah <laughs> uh okay let's see uh actually just so you know just to let everybody know before we keep we we move on 
Uh, we caught the Blue Underground release. Um, there wasn't a ton of extras, but there was one very good feature at entitled The Devil Thumbs a Ride. Did you happen to check that one out? I didn't. That's okay. We got, there, there's some stuff on there. Lauren kind of alluded to it earlier. Uh, but there's some stuff on there that was, uh, that, you know, it's probably a 17 minute, 20 minute, uh, kind of featurette where they, where they talk to the, uh, um, the, the three main characters, including David Hess, uh, and they also had Franco Nero and Corinne Cleary, who, uh, played Evie Mancini in this, uh, but really good stuff. We'll talk about that in a moment. Yes. How about that? Um, let's see. This, uh, had an IMDb score of 7.0. So that was actually higher than I would have expected for, uh, this kind of a movie. But also, this movie, you know how a little while ago we talked about, okay, well, what makes a horror movie? What, you know, what's a horror movie versus kind of an action thriller type of stuff? This was kind of straddling that line, I think, where, you know, there wasn't a ton of gore in this movie. I mean, there was one point where a cop got shot in the head and you saw some gore, stuff like Sweet. that. Yeah, which was really cool. But the, the, this movie had uh, a lot of nudity, a lot of solid, solid nudity. And, uh, so I, I, I kind of think of this as more of kind of an exploitation thriller action type of deal. Yeah. Um, not necessarily quite as much horror, but we here at the corpse cast, we do not discriminate. No, and this we was, like well, I'll, I'll tell you what. Uh, well, actually, let's just get into it. Uh, this was directed by a guy named Pasquale Festa Campanile. Galenti. Uh, it was written by a guy named Peter Kane, who actually wrote a novel uh, that this was based on. And uh, the screenplay was done by Aldo Crudo. Uh, the music, however, was, uh, you know, uh, done by a guy named, I don't know if you've heard of him, Ennio uh, Morricone. You ever heard of that guy? Come on, the man with no name trilogy? I've never heard of him. The only song I heard through that whole thing was the hippie singing that song about oh, dude, let's go the, the whole the whole theme, like the like the guitar, like the little dunk 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 type yeah. thing. That was Ennio Morricone. Anyway, uh, obviously Ennio Morricone is a um, kind of a legend in the in the film industry. You know, mostly doing a lot of spaghetti western type stuff. But this being an Italian movie as it is, you know, he uh, kind of. Uh, uh, he lent his talent. He did indeed. That's a that's a great way of putting it. Oh, anyway, this movie starred uh, Franco Nero. We all know Franco Nero. Uh, he played uh, Walter Mancini. He was in uh, Camelot, Die Hard Two, Django. Huge action and western movie star. Huge. And he had a badass mustache in this movie as Wait well. Wait a minute. What? Die Hard Two? Yes. I'm not picturing him. I can't. I can't think of him. Die Hard Two either. Actually, but. Uh, but the thing is, is he, this he, guy, he had an awesome mustache, but he, I, you know, what's funny is the latest thing I recognized him from was an episode of uh, law and order SVU where he played like some rapist guy or something like that. I'm like, really? Wait because a second. Is that in I mean, sorry. Is that Franco Nero? Holy I, balls. Martini. We're talking about Martini. Well, yeah, we're, we are talking Walter about Martini. Walter Mancini. Didn't, yes. he, didn't Hess He's, call him Martini through the whole movie? Well, yeah, because uh, because because David has played Dick, and he did a good job of that. Okay, yeah. because he was he was trying to be a big jerk. Um, this also starred Corinne Cleary as Eve Mancini. Uh, oh my gosh, she was in a couple of movies. One that I haven't seen, which I need to see after seeing this, uh, because I think it's I'm not sure, but I think it's some kind of sex uh, drama called The History of O. Oh. 
Have you seen that? I mean, no, oh. but but I've heard that before. Are you the serious? History of I I swear that was not a you know a uh, podcast. Oh, like let me. But I'm I've heard all, all of I that. know is if she's in it and there's a possibility of of uh, you know more, more of her. her yeah. Oh my gosh, I got to check this out. And then also, of course, start David Hess. Uh, last house on the left, house at the edge of the park. We all know who David Hess is. Um, and, uh, basically those are the three main characters. So that's kind of where I'll stop there. Uh, the plot of the movie. Um, first of all, the first note I have is Walter Mancini played by Franco Nero is a real douche. Yeah. Gargling whiskey. Yes. He, he loves the whiskey. His let, beautiful mustache. <laughs> oh, dude. Let me, let me say horrible something. goddamn kisser, dude. Oh. When, he, when he jumps on her, <laughs> he's just like, dude. Okay. So, the, so the beginning of the movie, well, the beginning of the movie, he's like looking through his rifle sight, right? And he's going through and you see this picture of Franco Nero. You're like, Oh my gosh, that Italian blue eyed, mustachioed, handsome fella. Wow, that is some hot stuff. And then, you know, so he, so he's going through and you see him looking through his rifle sight and whatnot. And he sees a gorgeous woman who happens to be his wife, um, you know, in the sight and whatnot. And you're just like, wow, that's some hot chick. But he ends up shooting a stag. No, no, no. I want to explain. Right. I want to, I want to talk a little bit about maybe more in depth than we should have this first, uh, this first scene. Um, so, so here he is looking down, you know, the, the side of his, uh, of his rifle. He, he pulls the rifle off of his wife, shoots the deer. Uh, they throw the deer in the back of his Jeep or, or whatever that was, and they start driving away. Um, I, listen, I don't want to get too bogged down, you know, in the overall, sure. in the overall plot of this, but this scene was so funny to me. Um, so he's sitting there and, and he's obviously drunk and they're in his wife and he are driving away and they've got this uh, killed stag in the back of their car. Um, you know, and, and they're talking and you can kind of tell they're at odds with each other. They're, they're kind of going at it. And, uh, he, he starts bringing up, you know, I had you in my sights with the rifle, but then I, had I you in my sights, <laughs> but I killed the stag and, uh, you know, I'm wondering which one tastes better. Uh, I figure, I figure that's, uh, kind of how it, <laughs> she's, yeah. he's gargling whiskey oh, out of the bottle. Oh, dude. So it's yeah, just like, Oh, you son of a bitch. And, it, and it's so funny because here he is kind of giving her shit and he's like, well, you know, the, I bet the stag meat tastes better, but you know what? Nobody F's like you. You know, nobody. Nobody fucks like you do. <laughs> thank, 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 thank you for the nasty name. mustache kiss. And you know, so so they're driving, and she's getting pissed, and they're kind of fighting. And then, uh, and then you know, so he started talking about whatever. Um, you know how you know that yeah, she may not taste as good as stag, but she you know has sexual intercourse. How of she would say, but. She start, he starts to grope her and stuff like that. And she, and you know, so they basically, what happens is she gets pissed off and she pulls off the road and whatever. So he takes her, um, and grabs her and takes her into the back of the, of the Jeep. And this is what you're talking about. He starts like going to town like an epileptic seizure makeout. It was disgusting. It was weird to see such a handsome dude with a great mustache. I didn't find him handsome at all. What? I didn't find him handsome. Oh, come at on. All. Franco I Nero. said you got a horrible fucking mustache. For oh, one. horrible! And that is as manly and as it gets. You kiss like a nasty pig. He does bastard. kiss like a he like kisses. But kiss you could tell she was like, 
all right, we can pull off the road. She had she a fondness yes, for she did. her hubby. I, first of all, I can't get past the point that you didn't think Franco Nero with that mustache was a handsome devil. That hurts me personally. I didn't know who the hell he was, <laughs> first off. Okay. And second off, you know, I was just like, God, you're already a pig bastard. Oh, yeah. Well, and he, he plays a dick. He really does. He plays a big jerk. And then know. with the kissing, dude, that oh, was that disgusting. Was, it was like, it would have been cool if it was like slowed down like by five times, but it was like seriously like. I don't know what I would, you know, if I had to pick between mm-hmm. like somebody shitting on my toilet seat uh-huh. and having to like <laughs> use toilet paper to clean it off. Right. Or get a kiss from that guy. That's that's a tough decision. Yeah, man. I it, it was that bad. I was like, oh, it was really weird. Disgusting. It was just weird. But the thing is, is he proved his manliness by going to town on the dead stag's body in the back of the jeep. Yeah. All right. So you you got to give him that. Anyway, so the main plot starts. Uh, he's on a road trip with his wife Eva, like we said. Uh, they're uh, basically what they're doing is they're traveling apparently c- across the western part of the United States, uh, headed to L.A. They ended up at this weird camp. It was like some kind of a weird uh, the summer Stetsons camp for are adults. There. Yeah, it's weird. Like there's hippies playing canteens and, and everybody's singing. Salesmen yeah. and. You know, and of course it's Italian, so it's all dubbed, and they were not singing the same song that uh, the guy and he was playing. Killed the stag that they're they've got on the the spit. The, yeah, and he's like, him. you know what? My wife would like that spit up or you know whatever. Yeah. Just you know, he just plays this loathsome character, which you know, listen, it's it, it's supposed to be that way. It's good, whatever. Anywho, she's you know they they take off. She's driving. They got this car pulling a camper trailer. Um, you know and they come across this guy who looks like he is broken down and uh, he he's hitchhiking. He needs a ride. And of course, this guy is David Hess. Um, turn you know of course, uh, Franco Nero doesn't want her to stop and whatever. Saying you know we you know whatever, stay away from this guy. Um, but she, despite him, picks him up because they're fighting and whatever. Anyway, she we we so. Basically, David Hess. Now, no matter what Lawrence says, how sweet he is or whatever, the guy looks like a mean, slimy, dirty. Yeah, yeah he he kind of he just has that look to him, man. I would say he looked rougher, like nastier and stinkier and filthier in Last, Last House. House. I agree. I but agree. With you. He looked like a but it's nice, David cleaned Hess. up version of filthy, stinky. Bad breath, pig. Man. <laughs> well, okay, so they pick him up and we real, and, you know, we see him. He's like, oh, let me go back and turn off the car and turn off the radio. And there's a dead body in there with a bullet hole through his head. And we're like, oh, well, this guy's up to something. Anyhow, basically the story is this road movie where they're kind of going, you know, cross country. They're getting to where they need to go. You know, the, the wife and the husband are kind of at, each, at odds with each other. We have David Hess sitting in the back who's a little bit mouthy. And it's really bizarre because, um, one thing leads to another. Um, you know, they start talking and, and, uh, so basically David Hess is like, Hey, baby, you want to suck my cock? Uh, yeah. Just like out of nowhere. And it's, I was like, what? what does the Italian guy say? <laughs> he just laughs. Yeah. And then punches him in the face. Yeah. And then the, the, the which was brilliant because that's, 
that may have been the way I would have handled that situation. <laughs> laughed and then beat Just the shit. Just kind of laughed like, <laughs> and then, but there, I would have ripped his face off. Absolutely. Well, he tried to because the thing is, is she pulled over at the time. Yeah. And uh, because there, there was one part actually where. Um, you know, we're talking about the camp with the hippies and whatnot, where where Franco Nero tripped over a, a tent uh, a tent uh, string and whatever and broke his hand. But you know what's funny is he actually broke his hand in a movie before he started to film this one, punching a horse. He broke his hand punching oh, really? a horse. He did indeed, which I know Lauren's going to get upset because she's into horses and stuff like that. But Franco Nero still solid because he's so handsome and plus he has that mustache and whatnot. Who punched a who was it that punched a camel? I want to say, was it was it Harrison Ford? Punched oh, no, it was uh, Arconan, the barbarian. Remember? <laughs> yes, I do, actually. Our, uh, Arnold Schwarzenberg. Schwarzenegger. He punched that camel. Anyway, so basically what happens is, you know, after that, after the whole one to suck my cock, uh, uh, Franco Nero punches a guy in the face. They pull over. They kind of get into a fight. Well... Turns out that uh, David Hess, um, you know, after they fought a little bit, he has a gun. So he stops the whole thing. It turns out also that David Hess has just done this big bank robbery. He's got a couple million bucks in a, in a suitcase. And and uh, basically, he's trying to get away. And uh, the, the I guess the rest of the movie, not to gloss over it too much, um, was, you know, them dealing with this guy with a gun um, you know, kind of taking them quote unquote hostage on his right. way to get to Mexico. Now it's funny because in this in this scene that we're talking about where they fought, it's like um he you know, he pulls out the gun and whatnot, and all of a sudden Franco Nero, of course, is gonna back off and whatever. And David Hess becomes uh, Mr. McFeely from uh uh Mr. Rogers. He just starts feeling uh, Eve up. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! And like, Uh-oh. like a really uh, Mr. McFeely. Wait a minute! Yeah, How did yeah. you come to Mr. McFeely? Well, because I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there looking. Lady at Elaine Aberlin. Did he sure? Did he, Mr. McFeely was. <laughs> I miss those episodes. The only the only thing is, is I'm thinking the only time I've ever felt up a chick like that was in the land of make believe. Oh, and so that's how the whole oh, thing gotcha. happened. Okay. But I th- I thought you were gonna say when I had a gun. <laughs> no, 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 dude. Well, so he starts really, I mean, we're talking like, this is third base, okay? I mean, we're, yeah. we're talking, this is, this is pretty nasty stuff, you yeah. know? Yeah. He's really he's, feeling her up. It's just, you know, and, uh, you know, and then I guess the rest of the movie is, uh, you know, these guys in this car driving down the, you know, where they need to go. They're, they're, they're going to get David Hess out, you know, to, to Mexico. And David Hess is playing what he does best, a sociopath rapist. You know, and, you know, some things happen, like they're driving, and all of a sudden David Hess is, you know, by the way, I didn't mention that Franco Nero plays a reporter, you know, and, and there's there's yeah. a bunch of details, stuff like that. But one of the things that happens is uh, David Hess is like, hey, listen, you can write my story, and, you know, it'll be mutually beneficial, you know, sure. to, you know, I'll, you write my story, and first of all, I'll get famous, and second of all, you'll have your great story. The only problem is, is that along the way, David Hess feels like he needs to give Franco Nero something to write about. 
like the all the all the right. shit that he goes through and the the rape. But the thing is, is Walter like Martini yep. Mancini. He's, uh, you know, he's taking all this in, going, hey, maybe, you know, you know. Well, he's, he's kind sure. of a, he's, he's a dirt, he's a fucking oh, he's dirt a dick. Bag. No, for sure. And he's going, oh, maybe, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe I am part of this. And right. Like, oh, I got to give you some stuff to write. No, about. Ab- absolutely. But he's, he's on board. You know, Eve's going. So what did you guys talk about? And he's going, right. uh, you know. Right. No, absolutely. And then he claims to Eve later, oh, well, I'm just doing that because we got to get out of this. There is a scene in here, though, where, um, and Lauren brought it up. Well, not really brought it up, but she said, but there's a, there's a scene where, uh, David is trying to give Franco Nero something to write about, and he rapes Eve. And it was kind of, it wasn't nearly as brutal as, like, the last house on the left rape scene or anything not like that. Not at all. How, Tame. however, it was, see, I mean, there was Eve laying buck naked down. She, she was laying down. And David was just kind of going, kind of rubbing her everywhere, kind of yeah. you're doing the whole thing. And it just brought me to the, to this thing, just kind of like, I'm watching this going, you know, I realize this is a movie, but how, how was it for Eve to go to, to, you know, Corinne to go through this shit, even though it's a movie, but to have to deal with this because this actually happened. And it's funny, Laura, uh, Lauren didn't mention that, that, you know, for the, you know, for the movie and whatever, David has was like, I'm really sorry. I have to do this. I don't know what to really? do. Really? So he yeah. did make it. Apparently. No, 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 no. Well, he didn't. He, he, he was just really weird. Not, not weird, but he was really kind of like, this is in the movie, but I feel weird doing it. Apparently he's a really sweet guy, you know, according to, wow. Which That's, is amazing because he looks like a dirtbag. Here's what I'll say about the movie. Okay. Is that I, she had plenty of opportunities there. Sure. She would open up the cupboards. Right. There were guns there. Right. Could have blown that guy in, away. in the trailer. Uh huh. When that, that particular scene happens, she's got her arms stretched out to Walter Martini. Right. And she's going, I'm with you. She's enjoying every minute. That's right. the way that she was, she, she wanted this entire thing to happen the entire time well here's the thing here and, and i totally agree with you here and here's what i think it was here is here's this married couple they've been married for nine years or whatever and apparently her her father is rich and she's been giving this guy money and they're just it you know and, and he's yeah. been kind of living off it really not doing a hell of a lot and kind of there there's this kind of disdain that they share for each other he's an alcoholic he's you know living off her dad's money and whatnot and there's this kind of disdain. So, yeah, she goes into the trailer. She has the shotgun, or sorry, the rifle that was, uh, which I assume was like used in the first scene that we talked right, about. Right. And it's like, well, yeah, maybe you could have taken it, but I wonder if you want, if she wanted to go through this stuff to make him pay. Yeah. And, I totally think that. Yeah. Because you know what? I mean, from the get go, you get, I, I, you know, over and over again, she's going, you can't drive. You're drunk, right? Or whatever. He's drinking. He's the steps. Then he breaks he, his hand. You know, sure. he breaks his hand. He's just he this, he's drunk. He's a goddamn jerk. He is. He thing. really is. But she kept going. Like every time he go, you know, that Italian sausage. You know, she. He, <laughs> every time it got sexual, she go, okay, right. You know, I I love you. I you know, it's all good. I just hate you <laughs> as a pepperoni. human being. Sure. And then this guy gets in the car in the back seat. Who, by the way, you know, like in, uh, you know, David Hess in, uh, Last House was 
total confident, I'm the ruler, I say what goes right. on. In this movie, I noticed a little bit of, uh, you know, my dad wouldn't give me that football, and, right. and I can do her better than you can. Right. And, you know, there was right. a lot of that, you know, like a uh, well, little... And, and, and the thing is, is, he didn't actually rape her until his manliness was challenged. And so yeah. he went out and he was like, oh, you don't think I can do it better than you can? Watch me. Yeah. Type of deal. No, that, that's a great, I think that's a great observation. Um, the thing is, is this movie is basically the, um, kind of a road movie dealing with this guy who's taken them hostage. Um, there's some scenes. I mean, we have, we have Franco Nero getting pulled. I mean, well, we have the thing getting the whole uh, car getting pulled over by cops and Franco Nero's trying to, you know, message to the cops that something's going on and all shit and all, you know, hell breaks loose and whatnot. You know, and there's this and that. And I don't want to gloss too much over, but at the same time, I don't really want to, you know, give too many details about the movie because I feel like it's worth watching. Sure. Um, <clears throat> but I do want to mention that the cops have pulled him over. Um, there was, uh, two cops. I, I called him hairy chest cop and long haired and giant mustache cop, which, uh, were, Sounds about right. yeah, we're really hot, awesome, uh, 70s porno guys. I, I figure you just do that head nod. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> go, go in there. I know, I know you're uh, acting you got that uh, big mirror glasses on. You're like, mm -hmm. you're, you're, your acting resume consists of pornos, but uh, just go and nod because that's probably the extent of your acting capabilities. But do that, everything will be fine. That's all you got to do. Um, but yeah, so I mean, a lot of shit happens. Uh, um, you know, kind of a wicked rape scene, but still not as gross and gnarly as the one in the Last House on the Left. Um, but that's basically the story of the movie without giving away too much. I mean, so what you think about it? I mean, yeah, it's. It's definite rent for okay, me. Okay. I mean, yeah, it's, it was good. I mean, I, I enjoyed for as much as I hated Walter Martini. Sure. I enjoyed him. You know, he was sure. just oh. like, you son of a bitch. It's probably because good, even though you won't admit it to yourself. man with your gun. Right. You don't have nothing. Well, it was Franco Nero. Franco Nero's legendary, man. I mean, this guy. I thought he, that scene when. David Hess is raping her. And he's got the red eyes. And, and he's the, got them red eyes right. looking at I thought he pulled that off pretty he did. Good, he did a man, great job. It was like, it puts you in the scene of, it does. man, what would, how could you even, you know, get the strength to Hulk, you know, just... Well, Watch just watching your, your wife go, get raped because I kill you. Well, here's here's kind of what I thought the the rape scene, though it wasn't like brutal visually or whatever. I mean, it was. I mean, not to say that it. It's hard to say that any rape scene wasn't like brutal visually. Right. But the thing is, is on top of that, you had the fa kind of I I I I saw it as the fact that this guy. Uh, Franco Nero's character almost challenged him to do it. Yeah. And so well, here's the worst part for me. Okay. Is it's bad enough to see your wife get raped? No, without it. But she doesn't. She enjoys it after well, a while. Where it, she kind of goes in the beginning. Yeah. Hey, and that is that is the worst part of a rape scene is when she starts getting. She into goes, it. "Hey, forget about it." Because I was you're not right. liking this. In the beginning, now she was kind of like, oh, I'm out of my body type thing. Oh, just, you know, it, it's almost like she, she pretended to not care. She pretended to just like, you know, she, she was looking away. She, she was, had her she arm was, reached out to yep. him like, I'm here with you. Yeah. After a while, it was she like. She was into it. 
Yeah, which is, which is, I think makes me, it, it kind of crushes me a little bit, but it's like, I wonder if that's what, uh, Mancini was worried about the most. Not the fact that his, True. that his wife was getting raped, the fact that number one, that he challenged this guy to do it, and number two, that she wasn't appalled by it. Yeah. So I don't know. So, and that's the kind of movie this was. This wasn't a, like a, I mean, it was definitely an exploitation movie. I mean, you saw Eve nude of, you know, half the movie. Beautiful body. Oh, dude. Yeah. Beautiful woman. Without a doubt. In fact, on the, on the, um, on the extra, on the, on the documentary that I watched, she's still to this day, like pretty, sure. pretty, I mean, actually really attractive. So, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of impressed about that, but, but that's the kind of thing that, that, that this movie kind of evoked. It wasn't the, oh my gosh, I'm disgusted. It's the holy shit. Look what's going on and look what's going on in their heads type of deal. And I mean, we've done like two David Hess movies. We now. have. And, and and I just noticed that drastic difference between I'm the man that says everything what's going on and shut up and uh, you know the ruler to I mean there was this side of him that was kind of like hey uh, you know I, I could do everything better than you can you know there was that little bit to him right dad didn't give me the football right and uh, you oh you don't think I can pleasure your lady like you know exactly kind of a challenge kind of a call out of like his manhood was, yeah. I don't know. I, I really enjoyed this movie. I really enjoyed this movie. Um, not because necessarily it was brutal. Like, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I mean, it, I don't know if I can come out and say I like this better than Last House on the Left because Last House on the Left is one of those, um, you know, horror classic type deal. Right. But that was filmed and the whole vibe to that was a lot different than that was a lot more mean spirited than this. This to me kind of seemed like more of a, of a, of kind of two insecure lost dudes fighting, you know, this emotional battle That's where, where Eve was the spoils, I guess. Quote That's unquote. not bad at all. I like that. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and that's kind of, I mean, I, I think this impacted me, um, because, well, let's, first of all, let's put it this way. I think that all three of these main actors, actors were awesome. I mean, they're, I mean, David Hess, Frank O'Neill, and Corinne Cleary were really, really good. I mean, even in the, even, I mean, there were scenes like in diners and stuff like that. They, you could still see kind of the pain, what they're going through and, and all this stuff, even though it's kind of an aside scene and, you know, what Yeah, they had a thousand, she had a thousand chances. Oh, oh, dude. To run off into the, I mean, she didn't have to go in, you know, by the way. America in the 1970s, uh-huh. you give the, uh, you know, the way station or whatever it was called, mm-hmm. you go into the grocery store. Right. The gas uh, station type. You know, Hess, Hess gives you a $50 bill. She, he says, Hey, pick up, uh, two, two, uh, cartons of camels right. and two bottles of scotch for 50 bucks. <laughs> that would have shit <laughs> in this day. You're lucky if you walk out with a pack. Camels, <laughs> you know, and a bottle of scotch well, for fifty bucks. Bygone days, my friend. But that's but it. you know, she had plenty of chances, and you know, and that's the thing that really kind of gets you about this movie. It's not the fact that necessarily that she got raped and the brutality that happened. It's just the whole interaction, the whole. I she I felt like everyone kind of wanted to stick it to each other, and then yeah, the thing is, is it was like instant karma because every time that they were so stubborn that they wouldn't that they wouldn't do what like to Hall me and Oaks, Hall and Oaks, sure, dude, like, it's like bang, 
I I didn't see that coming with the you know. You got that red truck right there. Absolutely. Like, oh, hey, you forgot the money. Yeah, see ya. Boom. Exactly. And, you know, and, and I don't know. I thought I really, really enjoyed this movie. In fact, I'd give this movie a buy. Um, on the, on the, you know, with the asterisk that says, you know, this may not be, um, quote unquote, a straight up horror movie. Cause it's not. In my opinion, it's not. In fact, I never even heard about this movie until Lauren mentioned it. But, as I'm watching this, is an is a th- kind of an exploitation thriller type of movie. I loved this movie. Right. Yeah, I was I from start to finish. I was really into it because I mean the first scene here's Franco Nero, you know, really acting it up, being a douche to this girl. But then you see, okay, well, you know, here she is. You're you're really feeling bad for her. But then some decisions that she's makes, like you said, how she doesn't take off, how whatever, or how she eggs people on a little bit, which not just her. You know, she pays for it. Yeah. And and everybody pays for kind of the bad decisions, the stubbornness that they have. I don't know. I thought I, I, I really enjoyed this flick. This was actually filmed in Italy, um, even though it was meant to be in you know, the didn't Western it look States. like there was a lot of those backgrounds that reminded me of Utah. Oh, d- I thought the same thing, man. All over the place. I was like, man, I think I've seen that. And it's funny because apparently, um, you know, they put up like the U.S. street signs and whatever, you know, like uh, so. Yeah. So there were actually people who were really confused, like people from uh, you know uh, tourists and whatever driving through, like, holy shit, this. You know, I've seen this shit before, you know, and whatnot. Drive off the cliff. Ah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, no. <laughs> All I know is, is this movie in the Blue Underground thing too, with the um, um, you know, the extra. You know, just like I said, there's that one ex- the 17 minute uh, a documentary where it just interviewed the three main characters. It was really worth it. Um, this movie taught me never to be nice to anybody. Don't pick up any hitchhikers. Don't give money to kids who are eating don't, there. To never, never, never be nice to anybody. Don't, for God's sakes, don't ever give slap a hundred dollar bill down to some asshole kids. Right, absolutely. Because will, what do they do? They run them off the road and uh, and spit on oil. And shit. What a hundred bucks gets me that, dude? If you go up the street and you slap down a hundred dollar bill. Mm-hmm. $100 bill. $100 bill. You slap it down on the kid's table. Do you think that when you leave, you're going to get oil on the road and then kicking your car? No, I don't think Hey, that. fuck you, asshole. But no, now, now I'm thinking I might. You're going to get, sir, hold. <laughs> I don't know who you are, but thank you. Well, I listen, I'm going to be safe and not be nice to anybody from now on. Exactly. Okay? I'm just, I'm just going to play it safe. Um, anyway, that, I mean, that's basically it. Um, I mean, like I said, it goes back to what makes a horror film a horror film. I think this is more of a exploit, exploitation thriller type thing. Stellar performances by all the three main stars. Franco Nero, David Hess, Corinne Cleary. Um, I love the Italian look and feel, the great landscapes. Like you said, looked a lot of it was very familiar, you know, it Utah type like stuff. It so it was, it, it was really cool. Um, I give this a buy. I I really thank Lauren for bringing this up. I've never even heard of it, but uh, I really enjoyed the movie. It was awesome. I'm giving it a solid, solid rent. Okay. Watch awesome. it. But the question of the hour is, mm-hmm. dude, two million bucks. That's a good, yep. The $2 million question. So why don't, why don't you break it down for us? What, do you, what am I supposed to break down? Okay. I'm, I'm asking so, you. Two million dollars so, in a case. So here's what happened. Basically, and this is a little bit of a spoiler, but 
So we, we find out that David Hess in his group of people stole two million bucks from some kind of a bank or something like that. And after all this Gas time X and, and after like yeah, right. After going through all this shit, you know, what happens is that, you know, and like I said, this is a spoiler, Franco Nero shoots, you know, and kills David Hess. But they have two million bucks sitting there. Two million Do you bones. keep it? Do you keep that or do you return it to whoever? That, I mean, that's kind of a thing. That's, the thing is, is on the one hand, oh my gosh, you know, it's like I earned this shit by, by putting up with, I put up with, by going through this After whole ordeal. Rape. Oh, absolutely. And everything else. But you have to realize in, uh, what's her name brought this up? Eve brought this up. If we take this money, we're never going to feel safe because People are after us. People are, well, people are after the money. They're after these people, you know, they're after yeah. the, the bank robbers or whatever it was. They're after the, the, the guys who All stole right. it. And so, but okay. we could take this two million bucks. Is it, is it going to be worth it? So, Michael. Okay. Question to you. Let's hear it. Two million dollars. Two million. Do dollars. you take it or do you return it? I'll tell you what, man. That is, I, it's hard for me to answer it because after going through all that shit, Two million bucks seems like a fair, and you're amount. right there on the Mexican border. Oh my god, you well, are right there. I don't know to never go back. You don't have kids. You don't have this. You don't right. have that. You don't. You're reporters. You're out there. You dealt with a bunch of shit. That's you're hard. on the Mexican border. It's hard to do. That's, that's two a hard million bones. All you gotta do is go zippity doo dah. That's oh, a that's a difficult ya. question, man. Because it's like. Do I want to live the rest of my life in some kind of fear that someone's coming after me? But two million bucks, especially two million nineteen seventy-seven bucks. Yeah, you know, it's Dude, like it's like two what, cartons, two bottles of scotch for fifty, for 50 bucks? bucks. Exactly. That that's a. But then again, those kids were not happy with a hundred dollar bill. No, they, they weren't were kicking and screaming You're and right. hey assholes. I I don't know that that is a, that's a tough question to answer because it's like. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It's, I can't even, I can't even. I'm not even, even going to answer because I think everybody knows. Take the I two million. I'd take the two million, two thousand twelve dollars, you know? Yeah. Two, that's not too shabby. That's the question. Itself. It's like, you know, what do you do? You know, we didn't even. If you met, I mean, we're not even really giving it away. No. What happens? We don't know, but if you have that kind of money, you know, we didn't even meant, we didn't even talk about a question of the episode. Yeah, we did last one and, and, oh, I've uh, got one okay, you. okay. So here's the thing. That will be one question. That will be one, you know, call in about the two million bucks. That's a, hey, that's, that's a pretty, pretty solid good. one. Call in, tell us what you think. And Shane, why don't you, uh, grace us with another question? All right. So we're going with here's, it's like a double. It's okay. like a double doubles. Dose. Call in, baby. All right. So what would you do? Two million dollars, you get away with it? Oh, man. Especially after the shit you Or you return it. Yep. Tough, tough deal. The other question will be, man, there's been a lot of hitchhike movies. There have been. I want to hear your favorite hitchhike scene or movie. All right. And why? Okay. And now there's a couple that we already know about. You know, the, I cut my, right, 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 there's, right, right. come on, don't be so obvious. Have you ever hitchhiked like what, before? I have once. What, why don't you share that story with us? <laughs> or do you I, want to it, save for next episode? Well, it didn't really amount to anything. I hitchhiked 
from here to there, and <laughs> it wasn't like far. I, hitch- I wasn't I, going from T- Tallahassee to. I hitchhiked once too, and it was it was really? uneventful. Yeah, my car broke down on the way up to school in Logan when I was right. going to Utah State. Oh, Logan! So well, it's like that was up a, that that whole ca- that whole canyon or whatever, oh, and that, I just so that was a good it. roll then. Yeah, that, that was, wasn't just down the road. Right, that was, was that was a that was probably a thirty minute drive. So which isn't, you know, I didn't rape anybody, thankfully. Yeah, I okay. didn't have two million bucks either. Third, tell us your two million dollar dollar question. Okay, and best hitchhike scene or movie, and get creative. Or how about this? On top of that, if you've ever hitchhiked and have uh, an interesting story, why don't you just share that while you're at it? That would be hot too. That would be awesome. That's it, man. <laughs> Here, here's the thing. So, okay, so you give it a solid rent. I give it a buy. I really enjoyed this movie. I, I. You know, uh, but the, again, I mean, I always say this when we talk about Italian movies. I'm sucker for those Italian ladies. I'm sucker for the. And she looked oh, so good. And even it, that little hippie girl when, when oh uh, yeah, in when the beat. martini was going. Oh, I'm looking over. Well, at that's that. a, what he the way like, used to do. Yeah, you know. No, but I do. Do love, you have I, any insurance? <laughs> well, because I am a wrestler. What did he say? I don't remember. I'm a. I'm a. I, I, I play basketball. Oh yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah. That's right. She's like he broke his hand. He don't play basketball. <laughs> no I'm Italians. I, lo- I love I love Italian Italian films. So I mean that obviously gives us a few extra points that maybe weren't earned. But I love the dubbing and I love all that stuff too. So there it you go. It was good. It was good. I really book. like that movie. I mean, next week we're gonna switch it up from what's on the site right now. We're gonna do Deranged next week. Uh, because it's on Netflix and it's streaming. So if you want to talk about deranged, call in and uh, let's get some deranged going. But uh, other than that, uh, I was going to do a death scene, but I'm going to skip a death scene because I got to mail out a couple things. I need, uh, I still need uh, Darian to, to to send me his address, even though he sent it to me before. But I I usually just get rid of him because I don't want to keep that information around. And also, I need to get uh, oh, who won it today? I don't remember. Jamie? Oh, it was, yeah, Jamie. Jamie. So send that to me, Mike, at corpsecollective.com. We'll send all those prizes out to you. However, I'm not going to do a desing this episode, but what we're going to do is, uh, like I said, we're going to try to come up with a cool, sweet action um, contest where the prize will be a Corpse Collective t-shirt. And the two questions are, Michael. Number one, what would you do if you were given $2 million? Well, not given. If you, if you came into contact with $2 million stolen dollars, right. what would you do? Would you return it or would you take it and live a life that could be somewhat, uh, laden with paranoia? Let's yeah. just say that. The second question is, um, your best hitchhike seen from a movie or best hitchhike story or your best personal Hitchhike story. Awesome. Perfect. Sounds good. A scene, a movie, or your best hitchhike story. (laughs) Awesome. I can't wait. I, you know, I've heard so, I, I know, I know people who have some doozies. It can get filthy. I, I would love to, I would love to hear it too. The I don't want to hear GP on his quiet mic on. And I picked up these two transvestites. <laughs> and they, had the greatest night of my life. I was sure. riding the bus. I want to hear those. I want to hear those. Come on. Uh, that'd be right. great. That'd be great. All right. So I guess that's it. So um, like I said, call in. We Oh, man, we love voicemails. We've got the sneak pipe on corpsecollective.com. Click on the send Mike and Shane a voicemail uh, tab or call 206-339-2730. That is 206 239 
2730. But this is now the end, official end of episode 18. So oh, man, another powerhouse. Oh my gosh, this is a long marathon. But we shut up. You. We weren't talking. Yeah, right we now. weren't. So I'll just say we will catch you guys later. See ya. Power